Hey there, everybody. Welcome to episode 10. Episode X. Episode X. If we're Roman numeraling it. Like 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 the men of X. <laughs> this was an awesome episode. You know why? This is the earliest we've ever recorded. We started at like three. Not like that matters to you because you're listening to this at your leisure. Yeah, whenever you want. As podcasts are. But uh, yeah, so of course, as always, we start the show for you. We read your shit. Yes. We read some reviews. Uh, we got a review from the US um, from a certain Italian man. Yeah. So um, look Thanks, out for Mr. that. Lasagna. <laughs> look out for that. And, of course, uh, we get into what we've been up to. John, what were you up to this week? Oh, I got into a fight with an old lady. Spoiler and... alert, I whooped her ass. jeez. Oh, it, was, it was rough. Uh, um, Nathan almost died again. I, well, it was, it, was, it was a contemplation, you know. <laughs> um, so this week, I got into a plane of questionable nature. Yes. And I also got drunk. I got drunk for the first time in a very, very long time. And I talk about that experience. Ah, oh, jeez. In yep. the news this week, we have... A lion? Like, if you didn't have any enough enough reason to hate dentists, now they'd be killing lions. They, they kill lions. It's terrible. So, yeah, we get into that. We also get into a certain girl named Jennifer Pan, um, who killed her parents. Look, it's hard being a, a young Asian girl in this living in Canada, okay? It's Sometimes rough. you gotta kill your parents. What else did we get mm. into, John? Well, we talked about another death, this time of a robot. This one really, really brings me down, Nathan. Hitchbot. Rest in peace. Because this is the 10th episode, we brought a new segment for new you guys. New segment! New segment. This one was really fun. It's basically a game segment, and I play a little game with John. Uh, if you're a movie buff, I think you're going to appreciate this yep. game. And we're going to keep playing games uh, as the weeks go along. Yeah, it's so great. And you can play along with us. Um, you're more than welcome. So yeah. Wait till this game. You see, you'll see. Nathan challenges me. Let's see. Let's see how I do. Spoiler alert. I no, did no, no, okay. No, no, no. Spoiler alert. I did okay. <laughs> I did okay. Favorite thing, John? Favorite thing? Oh my god. Favorite Disney movie. Oh my god. We get really deep into Disney. So deep. Um, a lot of favorite Disney cartoons, all that good stuff. And of course, we check out last week's Persepolis. And uh, yeah, things get pretty interesting as we talk about a very touchy uh, subject matter. Yeah, from in, a very, in, the, in the form of a very beautiful film. Yes, very intriguing, very beautiful. So. And, you know, as always, good times were had, so... Have them with us yep. over the course of the next hour and 40 minutes, hopefully. Yep, yep. Check out that thing we tell you to check out. Tweet us. Facebook us. Shake my hand in person. All these things you can do. But first, listen to episode 10. See you later! Bye. Masturbator. Come on, John. What do you think our age demographic is? Like, what our audience demographic? Our, or our audience. I, thought, yeah. I was like, I know what our demographic is. <laughs> no, our audience, I think they're aged 18 to awesome. 18 to awesome? Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling some might be younger than 18, man. Oh. Um, but that doesn't, that's not legal. They're not legally allowed to listen to this podcast. Age awesome to awesome. That is true. We do label it an explicit podcast. It's so, technically, so explicit. Technically, when you're 18 and below, you're not allowed to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. Yeah. Technically, technically, it's all technically. Bullshit. Like you know, like how how um sometimes like websites or like videos or whatever they go like, enter your d- age of birth, your yeah. date of birth. It's like, no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. I was born in 1952. I'm just like January 1st, 1901. <laughs> that's what I put all the time. It's the quickest one. Just like, and I just scroll all the way down to the year. But it's like strange though, like. Our audience is, I think our audience is like largely female, yeah? I don't know. I don't, I, you, you, wait, wait, you think our audience is made up of large females? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think, okay, our audience is largely female. Although, like, 
I would assume with the kind of content that we do, we would attract like, you know, more, more dude centric. Yeah, more dude centric. Because I think our content is more dude centric. But it could also be like, you know, uh, I guess it would be kind of sexist to assume that, you know, the stuff that we do is for dudes only, dude bro guy. It's for awesome people is what it's for. I suppose, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's for a certain kind of person. I mean, like, do you think our audience even knows what like the cartoons that we spoke about in that previous episode were probably not like it's just did you think they knew what rugrats were or like i, I think vaguely yes yeah, some of them would have or like but it's like it's just like how we watch how we enjoy ready player one so much it's like we didn't get all the references but the vibe and the I energy suppose. is just right I in suppose. other words nerdiness knows no age or i suppose creed or whatever the hell i was just thinking about teenage mutant ninja turtles the other day of course you were yeah yeah what about it just bothered me that they, like, other than the nunchuck and the stick... Mm-hmm. They use lethal weapons? They never really use their weapons. Like, they mm. kind of... Like, they'll just hit them with the, the butt of their sword or their... Uh, what do you call those two little tiny... Size? Size, yeah. So you, <clears throat> you want him to stab some people? Is that what you're saying? You want Leonardo to just, I just decapitate? Wanted, uh, uh, Leonardo decapitator. Hey, oh! Nailed it. I saw this thing on Reddit the other day for a writing prompt. They were like, the fifth Ninja Turtle appears, horribly deformed. What are you doing here, Picasso? Get back in your cage. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That would be awesome, though. Like, like the, the the sequel to the Michael Bay Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise. Four completely different artists. Yeah. It's so like Picasso. I would like. To no, no. See- just like add like a like a new turtle, like a deformed Warhol? turtle. What about Warhol? It's oh, just, Warhol. It's just like, like it's a like, pretentious little turtle. Like, well, it's like it's like Marilyn Monroe. He's like a soup can. He I'm throws Warhol. soup cans at people. I think it would just be like a really like like just a, really like quiet, a very quiet, super like dainty. Like, like, yeah, I don't want to fight. I do art. Yes, it's very important. Oh, is that Andy Warhol's voice? Everyone in your will head? be famous in video. That's his voice, dude. You can see videos of him on YouTube. I mean, I, don't I mean, it's not a very good Warhol impressions. Like his voice in my head is like, yeah, I'm Andy Warhol. It's actually close to that. I, I, but it's, it's deeper. I, He's like, oh, yes, I print shit. I do art. Art. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's Andy Warhol's voice in my head. There's a there's a uh, there's a little mini Warhol exhibition going on at Orchard Central. Shut up, really? Yeah, if you want to check it out. Oh, all right then. Let's start this shit. Yeah, let's start it. Let's rock this bitch. Because guess what, John? What's up? It's episode ten. Oh my god! Welcome everybody. Welcome, welcome to Good Hang episode ten. Wow! If this episode were the number of episodes of podcasts that we have done till this day, I'd be very very surprised. There was there was no link there. It, yeah. was, it was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just literally saying, holy shit, 10 episodes. Yeah, man, with double digits. This is a milestone yeah. of, of some sort. I feel like, our next big milestone is not to, I guess you got to do 50. I feel, like I, I feel like I should have prepared like a cake or something. Or like, or, or, well, or surprise, least, surprise, and he pulls out something. No, you didn't. You didn't, you didn't there's nothing down there. There's, there's no cake. It's just legs down there. I feel like we, we, I should have like done something special, you know, like at least like streamers or a banner or something. Yep. But no, you, you done fucked up. I'm sorry, John. Yeah, it's okay. I'm sorry. I thought well, it was special to you. Well, I mean, this is all going on in your mind. So you, you can imagine us in a hall um, covered in balloons with a banner over our head saying, Good Hang Episode 10. And um, John has one of those like party trumpets in his mouth that go like, <laughs> Yeah. And, and, it's like uh, an elephant. And, and I have um, a sparkler in my hand. We're so good at describing things. Yeah. 
You guys can totally see that in your mind's eye, huh? Exactly. Yeah. This is what we learn after doing 10 episodes of yes. a podcast. We can draw mind pictures. <laughs> if you'd like to, you can actually draw a picture and, and send it to and us. send it in. Yes. Yeah, on it in. Facebook. Send it in on Facebook. Facebook.com slash goodhangpodcast. Send it in on Twitter, all that good Twitter.com stuff. Twitter.com slash goodhangpodcast. Is that these real addresses? I don't even know, bro. I think they are. But, okay, um, for real though, 10 episodes. Guys, thank you so much. Um, we would have stopped at episode 3 if it weren't for every single one of you. Um, you keep the show going. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you for spreading the word. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing it, listening to it. Just thank you for being part of the Good Hang Gang. Yeah, like I think four of you sent me bags of Grandma Utz. That was very surprising. No one did, okay? I wish I could say that for real. I got zero Grandma Utz. Even after I gave Nathan's address as one, seven. Stop giving my address away. Okay. All right. Um, w. <laughs> Stop. Okay, so... um. Guys, thank you. Thank, thank you very, you. very much. I love you. Thank you very much. Uh, you've been amazing. Uh, thank you for telling a friend. And, and do feel free to tell more friends. I, yeah. I know I know you. I'm talking to you. Yes, you. You. I know you want to keep us to yourself. Mm. But. Don't be a selfish bitch. There's there's enough of us to go around. Yep. Especially John. Yeah. <laughs> Lots to love. Um, and, you know. Tell a friend. Tell maybe awesome. not your maybe not your family. I don't know if our content is family appropriate. Hey, it could be. T- t- tell a friend. To tell your be. tell your baby brother. Literally, just take your your little brother's phone and subscribe to our podcast sneakily. He doesn't yep. even have to listen. Doesn't have to listen. We just need those numbers. <laughs> even if they're a baby, just put it in their crib and they can just go to sleep to the dulcet. Here, this is for the babies out there. Hi, baby. It's time to go to bed now. If you're listening to this, we're gonna get in some weird shit that will probably scar you for life. <laughs> oh Satan! Oh, so yeah. Oh gosh, there's gonna be a very screwed up kid in about 15 years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, guys, uh, do feel free to share. Um, your shares mean something. Your follows, your likes, everything. All those. I mean, okay, it's weird to say, but in this era of social media mm-hmm. and like being qual- quantified by social media, it, it hurts me a little bit to say, but you know, these numbers do mean something, and um. And I know that every one of these numbers, they're, they're not just numbers. You know, we've, we've spoken to you guys. We've seen the faces. Uh, we've read the tweets. We've read the, 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 the stories behind these numbers. And I think what I'm trying to say is that even in this age of social media where numbers mean so much um, and it's also on the surface, we want to get to know every one of those numbers. We want yep. you to speak to us. And we want you to get those numbers to grow because that's the only way we can keep the show going. The shares means you cares. The shares means you cares. Because like, it re- it's really not... I don't think we, we can keep the show going for very much longer if um, you know our audience doesn't quite grow. Only because... Stop, stop <laughs> threatening our audience that we have, Nathan. No, it's... Okay, well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just being realistic here because this... Like, running a show like this, it, it, it costs money. It does. It does. It costs money. It ain't free. And we're never going to outright charge you guys Oh, no. Money. We're never going to charge you guys to, no for way. listening to this. But uh, what you can do is help us by giving us a follow, giving us a like, sharing the podcast. Like, you know, get more people in on the party, you know? Shares then means that, yeah. it cares. Then that way, you know, maybe we could get more attention, bring in some sponsors, have some cool shit coming up, more, like, better content. Um, but, yeah, I mean, long and short of it, Thank you guys for listening. Thank, Thank you guys so for we being you. amazing. Don't stop and don't stop believing. Yeah, hold, hold on, on to, to that this feeling. Podcast. Feeling. Hold on to this podcast. Feeling of the podcast. We're ten episodes in, and we'll see you at the next landmark. Hopefully, yep. you know if we keep going yep. on strong. Nathan, you just you just keep being a small town girl, Nathan. Did I? Yeah.
Yeah, I will. Yeah. Anyway, enough of this crap. Let's let's bring yeah, the funny. Yeah, let's bring, bring the humor. Let's bring the humor. Bring bring the humor. Bring the funny humor. Let's get into our very first segment. Yeah. Of course, dedicated once again. I mean, we're 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 smothering them really. We're yeah, smothering. It's a bit much actually. We're smothering the audience, John. You know, let's just for balance. I'm just gonna say that I hate you guys sometimes. I think I think we need sometimes some time apart. When I get drinking, I hate you guys. And when we, I'm we not need, drinking, I still hate you guys. We need some time apart. I don't think I can see you for another week, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, That's you, listener. I just, I just, I feel like you're suffocating me. I need that distance, you know. Look, I'm just, I'm just like a, I'm just an eagle that's just soaring in the wind, and you're just like a fish that's trying to grab onto my foot. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not you. It's me. It's not me. It's you. It's I. It's society. I, yeah. It's it's the world. I mean, fuck off. Let's read your shit. All right. Let's read your shit. Listen to us talk all day You've got things you wanna say All you do is ask Cause we read your shit Alright, this is fun. We got another review on iTunes. We got another review on iTunes. We, uh, these are my favorite ones. Because okay, so where is rare. this review from, John? It's from America. Oh, <laughs> the land of the... Free? Brave? Home of the brave? Land of the free? Home of the brave? I was going to say In-N-Out Burger, but sure. Sure. Shake Shack yeah. is, is my jam. This is from, uh, let's let's have fun pronouncing this name. Is it Jake Lizama? Jake Lizama. It's Jake Lizania. Is it Jack Eliza Amma? Jack? Yeah. Ja, is it Ja, Kelly, and Zama? Are there three people? Um, I, I, I still say it's Jake Lasagna. Jake Lasagna? Jake Lasagna, he's an Italian guy living in New York. Okay. And, um, he decided to comment on our podcast. So, of course, John, you're going to have to read this in <laughs> Jake, Jake Lasagna. Lasagna. Okay. As Jake Lasagna. <clears throat> First of all, five stars, so thank you. <laughs> I love how you can just listen to this podcast doing whatever I have to do for the day. They are just super entertaining and make you feel like you're hanging out with the whole thing. Colon, close parentheses. Hey, thanks so much, Jake Lazaro. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks so much for the review. Thank you so much for your kind words. Thank you. And you're welcome for that amazing accent. Yeah, I, I think that was spot on. I'm from New York. Somewhere out there, somewhere out there, Jake Lasagna is um is in like his New York apartment, going like, "Holy shit! How do you know? How does he know? How do you know? This is mind blowing." Do you think he owns a lasagna business? I don't think that would do very well. You got to diversify, man. You need some pizza. You need some pasta. You need some calzones. But everyone does pizza and pasta in New York. Who does like just delivery of lasagna? Just lasagna. Like variety of lasagnas: meat lasagna, veggie lasagna, chicken lasagna, turkey lasagna. <laughs> so, John, okay. uh, what else do we have in the mailbox? Okay, well, we opened a Twitter account, yes, and we we've been getting a flurry of tweets. So, why don't I just podcast. scroll through and just randomly read some? Okay, read some. Let's see here. So, Agnes says. Uh, at Good Hang Podcast. People are staring at me on the train. Episode 3 is killing me. Oh my god! What was episode 3 about? I don't even remember. I don't know, but it was funny as hell. <laughs> yeah. And then Lisa from at Workaholic. Or is it Liza? Uh, who knows? Probably Liza because that's what it says. Minnelli. Ah. Listening to At Good Hang Podcast again and never getting sick of it. Thumbs up to Nathan John for making it awesome. Thank you, Thumbs Liza. up for you for being awesome. Okay, one last tweet. Or twat. Uh, whatever you uh, call it. Let's see. I'm going to be a good one. Oh. Uh, at Rich Marley, made my first ever chili con carne tonight while listening to At Good Hang podcast. It was a successful cooking session. All right, yeah, I, I love. It. Okay, I've said this so many times over the course of this run, but I love it so much when people listen to us while they're doing other stuff. Yeah, because that, that, that's what I do all the time. I listen to tons of podcasts when I'm doing other stuff like yeah. running, jogging, cooking, whatever. It's now just the earbuds are reversed. Yes. Yeah. Also, chili con carne and Good Hang podcast. Both of these things will give you uncontrollable gas, Nathan. Did you know that? Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> 
Oh gosh! Speaking of um, toilet mishaps, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I like where this is going. Okay, um, let's just go into our next segment, and I'll tell you more about it. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's let's just get into what you've been up to, John. All right. When you see your bud and wanna know what's new, you just gotta ask. Hey, what buddy. What you been up to? Okay, Mr. Nathan. Okay, I can tell you a little story. Yes. And I'm gonna do my best. Not to embellish or try to make myself look better than I was. Or okay. I'm trying to give you a fair uh, retelling of the story that happened, of the thing that happened to me the other day. Okay. Because I got into a fight with a woman at Cold Storage. Holy shit. Okay, not, wait, wait, wait. Not, pause, not a fist pause. fight. Uh-huh. Not a fist fight. Come on, I know. John. It didn't, Come on, it didn't John. escalate to the point of a bare knuckle brawl happening. Come on, John. I mean, I'm, I'm disappointed. I, w- I, would, I, would, I, would, I saw you as a type that would hit a woman. Look... I, sometimes I just disappoint people, I guess. You just can't find it in you? I, just, mm, I wanted to. I feel like a man of my convictions just punch this lady through a headbutt. <clears throat> one day, I believe in you. Okay, all right, so here's the story. Please don't hit women. I, I do not don't, approve don't, of that. Do not, <laughs> Please don't, don't hit women. We, we are not football players or anything. Anyway. <clears throat> or boxers. Okay. So like I said, I'm going to do my best to... Or, or Chris Brown. <laughs> I'm going to do my best not to, to sugarcoat it or to show myself in a better light. So here's what happened. Okay. I'm in line at cold storage. I got a bunch of groceries, minding my own business. I'm second to go at the register. I notice behind me a bit of a line has formed. At the end of this line, I see a friend of mine. Because mm. it's near, it's near the cold storage is near uh, my work, so I see people there all the time. Not a mm. rare happening. Yes. So my friend's there at the back of the line. I'm like, oh, like, hey, hey, saying hi. Oh, how many things do you, do you have? Oh, you have two items? Oh, come, come. I'll just pay for it. Mm. So I ha- she hands me the two items. I'm joking around. It's it's flour and Greek yogurt, and I'm just like, "What are you gonna do? Make your famous no sugar crappy cookies?" Ha ha ha! is hadn't bad by all. Okay. And then the woman behind me goes, "You know, that's just as good as cutting in line." And I go, uh, "Yeah, you're you're having you're doing a second transaction." I go, I go "Wait, wait, no, no, I'm not. I, I'm pay- I'm just paying for it. It's it's not it's not I'm not." It's not a second transaction. I'm, I'm paying for it. I'm taking your stuff. I'm going to pay for these two things. And she goes, oh, can you move your basket, please? Can't you see I'm struggling? And then I look down from her angry face and I see she's got an armful of groceries mm-hmm. in her hands. Not in the basket, not in the cart. In her yeah, hands. Yeah, I'm like, oh, hands. okay, okay. And then, you know, the cash register lady had not advanced the little conveyor belt thing. Okay. So I was like, yeah. So, so this is probably, if I hadn't gone wrong yet, this is probably where I go wrong. Where I go, She goes, can you move your stuff? Can't you see I'm struggling? And I go, well, not if you're going to be this pissy about it. Oh, mm. that's 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 why you just kind of pulled a little bit of a, little, a, a little bit of oh, a little bit of a yeah. oh, get her. Yeah. And then I move my basket and blah blah blah. She's talking. She's going back and forth. We're going back and forth. Yeah, you're cutting in line. If you just asked me, it would have been fine. But you didn't ask me. And now he's, and I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not. It's just two extra items, two additional items. Like, she's not cut. You like now? What am I supposed to do? I'm like, I'm like, okay. If it's bothering you so much, I can go to the like. What do you want? Okay, I'm getting worked up. You're getting worked I'm getting up. Worked I'm getting worked up. up. Calm down, John. Calm down. Usa. But then, yeah. So she's like, I was like, okay, sorry. Do you want? What do you want? Like, do you want me to go back to the end of the line? It's like, well, no, do I have, what do I have a choice? Do I have a choice? Are you gonna? She. This is her talking. It's like, I have a choice. Now you have to go. And I'm like, no. If it's gonna ruin your day, if it's going to ruin your week, I will go to the back of the line and pay for these two things. Like no, you, and I'm like, um, and like, I, somewhere along there, I said sorry okay. in like a kind of sarcastic way. Okay. Anyway, so the ladies in line were going back and forth, going back and forth, and um, and then she, and she goes, okay, we'll just we'll just drop it, okay? One of us said, it. let's just drop, it. let's just stop. Silence for a second, and then she starts talking game. You started it though, and I'm like, I thought we we're gonna stop. 
Oh. Right? And then at this point, a lady in the Netherlands chimes in. She goes, ma'am, he already said he's sorry. You can, you can just let it go. Like, what he did was wrong, but he said he's sorry. <laughs> what he did was wrong. And I, at first I was like, I'm not going to go and fight this lady. Too, because what I did, I, to me, what I think wasn't wrong. Like, what I said, it's a perspective thing. I don't yes. think, if someone did that in front of me, I'd have, I would have not, barely batted an eyelid. And I would have, in fact, been like, yeah, that's smart. Way to help your friend out. Good, good, you're a good friend. Yeah. And at this point, this lady's standing there, blah, blah, blah. She walks over a little bit to grab um, to grab uh, a bottle of water or something, right? And then at that moment, the girl, the girl that's behind that lady, I just go, "Oh, okay, I'm so sorry. Are, are you okay? I'm sorry. I apologize to you as well." And the this like tall, pretty European girl is just like it. Basically, just goes like, "I don't know what's wrong with this chick in front of me." Like she gives me that kind of gesture of like, yeah, oh, "Whatever." Yeah. And then she comes back and she's still talking. And then ironically, the girl behind her, the European beauty who's on my side. Goes, ma'am, can you move your thing so I can put my stuff down? And I go, that's irony right there. And I grab my stuff and I walk away. <laughs> and you ran. Not a I power. I just, <laughs> I, fueled I by my anger. I would have just like dropped the zinger and just say, ah, run. <laughs> so what do you, okay, in your, okay, I, to my best of my knowledge, I did the best to show my, the things I did poorly and the things I did well. I was sarcastic yeah, 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 to her yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I raised my voice a little I bit. Think, I think it was just one of those things that happened. Um, eh, arguable that both sides could have been. Could have handled it better. Could have handled maybe. it better. Um, personally, I don't think there's any problem with let it, like just grabbing someone else's stuff and paying for it. Two things. Not especially, a basket of things. Especially if it's two. Okay, um, I have a few questions for you. Yeah, please, I'm going please, to cross-examine Please, please do, here. please do. Because I really want to... Because if I was younger and I was like, I had so low of a self-esteem, I'd be like, I'm a horrible person. What's okay, going on? I'm going to cross-examine okay, go, go, come, bring it First question. Mm. When you paid for your friend's things, mm-hmm. had you already paid for your items? Nope. I was still second in line when I took her things Okay, on. that's one That's one, one plus point for you. All right. Uh, second, how old was this lady? Uh, I approximate early 40s. Oh. There was no okay. singlish thrown in this whole conversation. It was quite articulate, which quite was articulate. interesting. You know? Uh, hmm. Any other questions? Hmm. Yeah. See, I really I think, want to know, man. I really. See, I wish people, more people were there to. Well, okay. It. Here's what I think. Mm. I think the no singlish thing. If she had been like a a a, a local local mm. lady, I honestly think she would have not batted an eyelid. Really? Because you know, because okay, yeah, like yeah. like Singaporeans. I don't um, man. Singaporeans love their lines and the integrity of their lines. Well, okay, but here's another thing. Singaporeans also love gasunas. Sure. Do you know that what that means, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. They love gasunas. So like that move that you just did right there, basically helping someone save time. Um, that's like a gasu move right there, man. And that, and I feel like as a Singaporean, you would have been like respect. Respect, son. That's a good move. Wait, explain for the Jake Lasagnas of the world what Kiasu means. Okay, so Kiasu like... directly translated means scared to lose. Mm-hmm. And that usually translates into... Um, it's, a, it's a very Singaporean philosophy of life, really. And uh, I guess that translates itself into basically being afraid of losing out. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a fairly vague term. I guess the best way to explain it is to give examples. So, for example, um, I am very Kiasu about getting the new copy of the Batman game. So I'm going to show up... Camp out. I'm going to show up a day in advance and queue up for it. So that's Kiasu in a way. Or it can be something like, oh, I'm very Kiasu about catching um, the SARS virus because it's 2004. So you're too Uh, late. If you were to get it now, it'd be embarrassing. (laughs) But for example, I'm I'm, I'm Kiasu about catching the latest virus that's going along. Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy 50 and 95 masks for my family. 
because I'm Kiasu. I'm I'm scared of like, you know, I'm par- like it's 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 a sort yeah, of yeah. But but her thing was that I gave her negative Kiasu. I was like, oh no, like the time it takes to go beep, beep. Yeah. Then she's like, oh no, it's affected my life. Oh, but the thing is, right? You helped someone else basically save time by grabbing. Um, their stuff. So you think uh, and pay for them? You think so, a true blue, true blue Singaporean would respect? Would respect? I think so. Mm, That's what I think. That's what I think. But because this lady was a bit more well spoken, a little bit more like hoity-toity, I would say a little, a little bit of the hoits, a bit of the toits. I, there's a touch um, of hoit, touch of toit. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think that's where she kind of drew offense, you know, because she was just a little bit like, uh, I don't know. Part of me just thinks that sometimes people want to start shit, you know? Yeah, man. Like, they just want to, like, some people just crave conflict. She was just, she just wanted, she was hankering for a fight. She was like you, basically, from a couple weeks ago. She just wanted to fight, she wanted to go for it. I think some people want to just, they're just hankering for a conflict. Um, listeners, I believe that you are all on our side here because I can't quite think of a reason why you get upset unless, say, for example, someone came from the back of the line of a whole, like, trolley full of stuff. Yeah. You know? Because I would personally not offer to, like, help pay for a friend if he or she had, like, a whole trolley full of stuff. Not even, not but even if, no way. Yeah, but if that's he not, or she... That's not fair. The rest of the Exactly, exactly. Two things. Two things. It's not fair, but save your And I play with okay. PayWave, and that shit's fast. It's fast. Uh, I have another qualm with that. Yeah. Paywave is a problem. Not um, for me. It's awesome. <laughs> done. But um, keep the receipt. I'm going. But yeah, uh, I, I think I think you were on the right side of this. Yeah. But it got me really thinking. Okay, because like, I'm like so, okay, sometimes I, sometimes bitches be nuts, man. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but yes, but it, also, it got me, got me, got me very introspective, right? Okay. Because I started thinking. One of my first thoughts was like, you know, if this was in the states, I would have no, I wouldn't have like, I wouldn't have not spoken to the lady who's behind me. I would have been like, okay. you don't mind, ma'am, and do you if I just pay for these two things? Like yeah. these things? Yeah. But because I've lived in Singapore for seven years where we're like, we're like no one talks to trained anybody. not yeah. to talk to strangers, yeah. right? I, in a weird way, I thought I was being polite by not talking to this lady. In a weird way, you know what I mean? Uh, I suppose. And but, but that wasn't conscious in my mind. That's probably deep in my subconscious because I was mm-hmm. literally like, oh yeah, not a problem. Here, boop, boop, put in my thing. I'm going to pay for it. You're not even giving me money until we get out of yes. here. It's fine. And then it's like, it's like, Ugh, like a five percent increase in my total groceries because I did a full shop. Yeah. So it's like two things not gonna matter. Well, I would I would have done the same thing. I wouldn't have had I wouldn't have felt the urge to tell her that I was helping to pay for two extra things. You know. Well, she just saw it. It's, it's just such an insignificant such thing to tell thing. Her. But I don't know. I guess sometimes maybe she had a bad day. You know? I, th- I it, think it was so. at the end of the day. Maybe she had a bad day and it was <clears> kind of like she saw this thing. It bothered her the slightest bit, and it was a kind of like. I've lost all day. I can't lose this one. She's like a social you know, justice crusader. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, just, I mean, do, I literally do not think I'm going. I did I'm going. Wrong. I'm going on the side of understanding. Here. Yeah, no, no. I like. I like that. And I was trying to do that too. But I was I, like, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming she had a bad day. Maybe she had lost a couple battles at that day. Sure. And she saw one that she could have possibly won. Nope, not so, with me. <laughs> not with John. Um. So and like know, maybe she, she, she tried to fight for it. You know. It's like she, you started. It. It's like I'm like. Do you want me to just stand here and take it? That's that's what like, that, I forgot what I said. But she's like, rah, 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 and I was just like, do you want me to just stand here? take this no i'm gonna talk back to you and assert my side and i was like I, the whole time i was thinking man i'm gonna end up on stop i bet maybe i should plug my podcast let me try my best to be funny here <laughs> every time you get into a fight in public hey ma'am ma- i know you're angry hashtag good name podcast i know you're angry but you need to understand all right you need to understand i'm on my way to record a podcast hashtag it's really good funny hang, good hang podcast here, here give me your phone let me put it in I'm gonna, i have no time to talk about this but you, you can, can follow us on twitter you know can. You, can, you can yell at me through twitter you know I, you can yell at me yeah, as, yeah, yeah. all caps whatever you want but you know just remember every time you hashtag good hashtag hang good podcast. Hang podcast i'm really upset at you john at good hang podcast yes remember that at good hang podcast i'm sorry ma'am goodbye hashtag good hang podcast dude you might only regret from this my only regret nathan 
Because you know that part where I said where she was like, oh, I was like, okay, let's just, let's just drop it. Let's just let's just drop it, right? Mm. And then she starts talking again. I got and I said, I thought we we're gonna drop it. My only regret is I didn't say this. Okay, ma'am, I've apologized and we're done. Um, let's just go about our day. Good day. <laughs> and then she talks again. I mean, I said good day. Good day. I wish I got a chance to say I said good, good day. day. How amazing was it that like seventy years ago, like the height of foul language was good. Day, is that what it was? Good day, sir. In the nineteen forties, exactly. Yeah. Good day, sir. So you're like, like you can literally go like, "Hey, you're a fucking cunt." Well, I say good day, and you've you've won. You've won. You've won. You're like you like so like the guy was like, "Take this, Nazis." Good day from from Uncle Sam. Exactly. World War Two, nineteen forties. Yeah. Let's bring that back, man. Good day. I miss that. It's it's so decisive. It's like I said, good day. Bam! You've won. You won the argument. Your the victory is won, and you you there's a flag flying behind Dude, you. Dude, if I had dropped country. good day on that lady, I could have just died that day, and it would have been a good day. <laughs> it would have been a good day. Yeah, I just I would have died with my arms in the air. Just I did it. <laughs> I said good day. <laughs> anyway, that's that's what I would do. I was finding older ladies. What have you been finding up to this week? Older ladies. Okay, um, I've got two major things. Ooh. Um, I was I was considering maybe like talking about them on separate episodes, but tenth eh, episode, why not? Let's go crazy, right? Yeah. Um, so you might have to shorten a segment later. Full size, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> okay. So two things. Over the weekend, uh, I went for the rap party for our HBO show. Yeah. So was there a lot of uh, rappers and MCs. <laughs> so, yes, exactly. Okay. Oh no, there there was a. We had like a thank you party for the whole casting crew. Uh, they rented out a place in Jakarta, so I took a flight there. I took a flight there to go to Jakarta, and you got on a plane to go to a party. You baller son. That was the first time I've actually done something like that. But, you know, I, I, I justified it by arranging more meetings because I have a bunch of gigs that are coming sure, sure. up as well. Doing so, your business. Yeah, yeah. business. But the main point of the trip was to go to this rap party. Okay, so, two things. Whew-wee. All right. Um, I have taken many flights in my lifetime. And... Um, I, 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 I like to say I fly pretty regularly. You You're know? a good flyer. I'm, I'm a good flyer. I'm a, I'm a pretty good flyer. And like, I'm, I'm actually very proud of how, um, efficient I am in traveling. Mm-hmm. Like literally I'm done with all that, um, the security checks and shit. You got your shoes and, like, off when they need to be up Yeah. In like a minute, off. in like a minute flat. Yeah. I know every, I know every airport, at least the ones I'm familiar with, like Singapore, Jakarta, Taiwan, um, New York, Boston. I, like these countries, I know their protocol. Mm-hmm. Some need shoes, some need belts, some need hats, scarves, jackets, whatever. I know Get it. Get your computer out. Exactly. I'm in and out of security in one minute, but mm. that's not the point of the story. I'm an experienced flyer. I don't get freaked out on planes or whatever. But this flight to Jakarta, it was weird, man. It was really strange. Okay. Was it turbulent? It was turbulent to the point where I legit thought that this was it. Oh, damn. I actually thought like, oh, okay, so I'm, I'm going to go on a, on a short one and a half hour flight to Jakarta. This mm. is how I go. I said good day. I said good day. <laughs> Um, and like, here's a funny thing. Mm. Um, because before I was, I was just texting a bunch of friends, telling them I was um uh, I'm gonna lose signal soon because I'm gonna fly off. I love you. I love you. Say goodbye. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, I like to joke about um air travel. Who doesn't? I like to joke about these things only because I don't think there's any real way. Like I, I hate. I don't quite like it when people are super sensitive about. Yeah. 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 Like, it's like just words. Yeah. I don't they're like when people words. are super sensitive. Like, oh, you can't say that. Like, like, if you say like, oh, like that plane's gonna crash, you can't say that. You know, that could really happen. Like, that could what do you really think? Happen. I am a wizard. 
I'm not a wizard. Yeah, I can't bring down planes with my th- words. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Anyway. There's really no way to... But I just love joking around a bit just because it makes people so uncomfortable. Yeah. And, I, and I love that. Sure. Um, but, you know, I was texting friends before. And I was like, okay, see you guys. I'm going to lose signal in a bit. Um, this could be the last text I send ever. So um, cherish these words. All right, bye. Oh. <laughs> and, then, and then everyone was like, don't say that. Don't say that. You can't... Don't curse yourself. Blah, blah, blah. It's so terrible. I'm like... Yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just think it's funny. Um, I don't encourage it, but, you know, I think it's funny. <laughs> um, and, you know, away I went on this flight. And a good half an hour in, it was turbulent, man. Mm. Like, it was, it was like, violently turbulent. I have never experienced turbulence like this before. It was to the point where, like, it was just, it just felt uncomfortably shaky. Mm-hmm. It was uncomfortably shaky. It was dropping at bits. I felt the slight butterflies in the stomach yeah, you know, yeah. when, you, when you lose velocity really quickly. And it was in the middle of the day, and the outside was dark. The fuck? Yeah, I'm guessing because, like, rain clouds or whatever. So you're under the clouds. I think so. Mm. But, damn, man, like, for those few seconds... No, it actually lasted more than a second. It lasted quite a bit. It lasted, like, a good, like, maybe uh, 15, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, But, oof. Yeah. Uh, to See to our mean. audiences, if you're listening to this on a plane, I'm I'm, I'm so I'm sorry. sorry. That's kind of fucked up, huh? Yeah, I'm sorry if you're listening to this yeah. on a plane. Uh, I hope um, we'll, we'll yeah. sing you a little bit later. This is what you do instead. Why don't you do this? Why don't you go on the uh, airplanes entertainment thing and put on the the movie um, uh, Flight starring Denzel Washington? Just watch that. It'll oh, calm yeah, yeah. you right down. Very encouraging. Yes, it's it's a it's a story of triumph. Yeah. <laughs> or watch the movie classic movie Alive with Ethan Hawke. Mm. Mm. Or Final Destination. Sure. Yeah. Or uh, Top Gun. Yeah. Uh, yes. Anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. It just kind of, man. Yeah, I was on. A, I've been on a flight like that once. Like one yeah. time, I was flying from the Philippines to Singapore, and it was that kind of turbulent, that kind of thing. Yeah. I was like sweating, and the lady next to me who I didn't know like had to hold my hand. like I didn't have to hold her hand, yeah. though I appreciate it. But she like had to hold my hand. She's what like, what, was, hold the, my what hand. was the first thing you thought of when you, when that turbulence really when it got to you and you, and you and you had the inkling of oh shit this is it? I was like thank God I'm not a virgin. Yeah. Yeah. The first thought I had was... No, sh- that's not what I thought, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, what, what, no, for real, what was your first thought? Yeah, I was like, who can I have sex with on this plane? Who's going to oh. be like... Whose same thoughts going to be like, I need to bone someone before I go, want to go down. Yeah. So that's priority number one right yeah, now. Yeah, who, okay. da- who to go down on while this thing's going down. Okay. That's horrible. I'm so sorry, <laughs> listeners. That's the worst thing ever. No, I don't know. Um... I, I think I thought about what... I, I think my first thought about is what my... F- well, of what my last thought would be if I was really going to die. Because okay. I didn't think I was going to die, but it made me think of that, you know? Okay. I'm always like, oh, I should call that girl that I love and tell her one more time that I love her and blah, blah, blah. But uh-huh. yeah, what was going through your head? Um, first, thing that went through, first thing that went through my head, and it actually goes <laughs> to my head a lot during flights. Um, take out my phone. Let's record a voice note. Oh, yeah? Yeah, let's record a voice note. Say goodbye, you know, really be, try to be eloquent and, you know... Say the things you have to say to the people you need to say it to. And then how are you going to save your phone from being um, destroyed on impact or drowning in the water? I mean, just hope that something stays Just kind of you know? just really cuddle it up. Like exactly. Oh, just put it up your butt, you know? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, if you're going to go, you might as well, like, you know... It's, it's your own... Pr- save, save a shred of your um, of your, of your existence yeah. through an audio recording. In not the black box, but the brown box. The brown box. Huh. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I want it to be, like, standard issue for every human. So, um... Oh, just, no, I don't want to talk about this. It's terrible. I'm, I don't want to. I want to make a sketch about it. It's gonna be oh great. Gosh. A brown box. Um, but yeah, air travel. Good, good times. Air travel is like the number one um, contraception, man. <laughs> how, how, how so? Because like, okay, 
every time I go to an airport, take a flight, and land, th- that entire period from like driving up to the airport and leaving the next airport, yeah, man, it just discourages you from having kids ever. Really? I thought you'd want to feel alive and have sex. I thought if anything, it'd be the opposite. Oh, I, mean, no, I, no, I no, survived no. this plane by coming out. No, no, no. Turn I'm, around. I'm, I'm, Bend I'm, over and turn I'm, around. I'm, I'm going to 180. I'm no longer talking about what if the plane goes down. Oh. I'm talking about like seeing families, f- seeing parents deal with their kids. Mm-hmm. Like at the airport, on the plane, at the airport of their destination. It's pretty nightmarish, man. Like, He's talking about the crying babies. The crying babies, yeah, the freaking kids that are just like shouting and difficult and yelling and running up and down the aisles. Like, I, I, I like kids. I'm not a kid I love hater. Kids. I love kids. But the thing is, I can imagine being completely at wit's end. And just kicking them. When, if I had kids and I was on like a freaking like 15 hour flight Run down the and aisle. they're just like losing their minds and I still have to keep them in check and if they cry, I have to apologize to everybody in my vicinity and it's just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's like a good point. That's, that's a Louis C.K. skit, isn't it? Like, air, yeah, yeah. It's, it sucks to be like sitting next to him, but it sucks to be the parent. Right. Because what, what can you do? It's not your fault, but it kind of is because you gave birth to it, but it's also like... Yeah, but it's a Louis C.K. Louis C.K. He's like... I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Is my child um, bothering you? Well, hold on. Strangles <laughs> it. <laughs> Holds it out. Are you happy now? Are you happy? Uh, yes. Yeah, so what can you do? Uh, so I feel sorry for them. I guess I, just, I feel sorry for them. Air travel is yeah. an amazing contraception. So good job, air travel. A, they should have a baby room on planes, right? A soundproof box. You just stick the babies in. Why hasn't that happened yet? I don't know. Get on in Pan Am or whoever. I guess... Sometimes the parents bring them to the bathroom because it's somewhat soundproof-ish. Yeah, they don't do it enough. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the next thing I wanted to talk yeah, about... Yeah, what's the other thing you crazy um, your life that you're leaving? Okay, the next thing I wanted to talk living. about... I, for the first time in about five, six years, mm-hmm. I got drunk. <gasps> no, I got drunk at the party. You had, okay. a, you had a drink? You had a drink? I had... And you were I gone. A, yeah. Okay, so um, this is something that I don't share a lot just because, you know, I, I, I have no medium to share it through. Yeah. But fun <laughs> fact about me, I do not drink. Uh, it is not more a... like an unfun fact. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? Okay, unfun fact about me. <laughs> I do not drink. It is not a moral thing. It is not a religious thing. I just think thing. it tastes yucky. I just think it tastes yucky <laughs> and my body can't physically handle it. I've told this to many people, but they always call bullshit, but it's not. I am slightly allergic to alcohol. Okay. I don't go full I on hives. That. I don't go full on hives and, you know, break out and like die. But um, I get a headache very, very quickly after I drink. Like literally, I think I've never had a hangover in my life, mm. but... Um, what I hear people describe as a hangover is what I feel about an hour after drinking. <laughs> and after I drink, my throat also closes up a little bit and it's a little bit tough to breathe. Um, and it just, you know, my, my, my breaths become very labored and, you know, everything just gets difficult. You know, okay. your breath is labored, your head hurts, everything just sucks. So I tend not to drink and I like it that way because I'm not fun when, I, when I'm drunk. Like, sure, you do you, man. A lot of people assume that, oh, you know, just drink, you know, you'll be a lot more fun. I think I'm a lot more fun at parties when I'm sober. Because when I'm drunk, this is what happens. So this is exactly what happened. Showed up at the party. Should we do a scene? Should we do a scene? Uh, It's not going to be much of a scene. (laughs) Hey, Nathan, welcome to the Rager. Here, man, have a drink. I really don't want one, man. No, you got a drink, man. All the cool kids doing it. All right, fine. There we go. Right, Enjoy, man. Right, uh, what's everyone drinking? Gin and tonic? Bailey's on the rocks, man. It's really Bailey's on the rocks. Mm. What? 
Bailey's and Rose. Hey, don't be all judgy. A ladies' drink. I can take it. Ladies' drink. I can take it. Take it there. All right, let's go. Down one. Pound it. Tastes like chocolate cake. Yeah. All right. And this is basically what happened in the beginning of the night. Um, it started out with a gin and tonic, which I thought was horrible. And then it became a Frangelico, Ooh. which was actually pretty damn tasty. Yeah, they, they designed to make it tasty. It's tasty, but it's also dangerous because I could not taste the alcohol in that one. Yeah. It tasted like liquid Ferrero Rocher. And I just couldn't taste the alcohol, and I think that's kind of what killed me. And just two drinks. One gin and tonic, one Frangelico. You're, mix, and I was, you're mixing the booze. And right? I was feeling... Well, they're both liquor. And yeah, that's not how it works. You don't mix different alcohols. You stick with one. And anyway, I was, and after the Frangelico, I was like, okay, I think I'm there. I'm feeling it. <laughs> my I started my walking started being a little bit difficult. My head hurt. Everything just became a little bit like questionable. I just I wasn't functioning properly. I wasn't walking properly, speaking properly. I was very. I was a lot quieter. And did you lose your inhibitions? Uh, did you start making out with dudes? I didn't make out with anybody, unfortunately. Aww. But um. Okay, so this is the decline. This is where it all kind of... This is the decline of Nathan Artona. Okay, this yeah. is where it all falls down. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, but, oh, jeez. I can't even... I can't, I'm trying to remember it clearly right now, and it's tough. Because... You're through that frangelico haze. It was a mess of events. Okay, but what I remembered was... I started feeling super headachey. Uh-huh. Um, I, I sat down for a bit, and I f- kind of fell asleep. Like, I just took a nice little rest, because like, my head was spinning. Um, shortly after people started calling people up the stage, you know, the director went on stage and called the cast like, Oh guys, come up, you know, like, let's get the, the cast up, get the, the, the cameraman up, you know, let's all say thank you. You know, it was like a, like a tribute kind of thing, you know, get the cast up, you know, for a nice little picture. So what happened was he called everyone up slowly, one by one up on stage. And we all started positioning ourselves to take a group picture. Right before the picture could even be taken, I slowly walked off the stage (laughs) I just slowly walked off the stage of all the cameras pointing so at you it. You slowly walked up and slowly walked... You just continued your arc. Pretty much. The stage. Yeah, okay. I just slowly walked away, made my way to the bathroom, and just puked. puked. I just puked, 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 mm. puked, puked. And, you know, here's the thing. Because I, have no, I haven't gotten drunk in five, six years, mm-hmm. I've forgotten how much it fucking hurts to puke. You haven't I, puked in five, six years either? No, I, I've had no reason to. God, your body's just a temple, isn't it? I've had no reason bitch. to. I've had no reason to puke. I haven't gotten sick enough to puke. Mm. I I stay off bulimia most days. Most days? And it was just like... Yeah, okay, it's not pleasant. It Okay, the center of my chest felt like it was going to crack in half. I don't know if that's normal, but maybe because like, I've never engaged that part of my, <laughs> my body before, or like in a very long time. A deep, deep gag like, reflex. The very first... Bleh, like, the very first... Bleh, I was like... Ah, that hurts so much. Like it hurt. Like why does it hurt so much? I know it's supposed to burn, but why does it? Fucking and as you're articulating this, just food is coming out of your mouth. Exactly. But it was it's like Rick and Rick and Morty. It was a shit show. It was a shit show. And um, after the first round of puking, I was like, okay, I'm fine. Slowly go back up, join back the party. Um, at this point when I went back up to the party they were showing a slideshow doing some tributes like yeah that was fun yeah 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 and then they start playing music they start doing songs and like you know they invited people up to sing whatever and I quietly sat down in one corner and just tried rocked, to collect I just tried yourself. to collect myself oh yeah yeah okay I tried to collect myself because you know it, after puking you're not yourself Quite an ordeal yes uh, then they started playing songs blah 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 the live band was playing feeling good yeah and Uptown Funk came up and I was like, yeah, this song, I know this song. I know the words to this song. And I decided to run up on stage um, at the second verse. So I went up on stage, ran up there. Stop. 
wait a minute, yeah. fill my cup, blah, 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 blah. Put some whiskey in. Yeah, sang a chorus. Sang a but as chorus. soon as you got, put my whiskey in, you went. <laughs> <laughs> sang a chorus and everything. Sang a chorus and everything. Yep. Everyone's like loving it. Yeah, 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 he's back. Yeah, cameras, everything, yeah. And then like right when we got to the chorus... I slowly turned around, put the mic back in the mic stand, <laughs> again slowly walked away. <laughs> While everyone's like, the music's still going, and everyone's like, "What? What's ha- What's happening?" You're like, "I need to go." And Julio, I just, get I the just, stretch. <laughs> I, the, 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 the stretcher. <laughs> get the stretcher. Um, I, I put the mic down slowly. I, I walked down to the bathroom again and you puked again. Second round of puking. This time, wow. this time in more, just like full force, like literally just wow. a, a waterfall of body fluids. First one was the the frangelico. The second one's the GNT. I guess. Yeah, huh? man. And wow, you were such a pussy. I love it. Was, it. <sighs> wow. And because I had had pizza the day of. Ugh. Um, the, the puke was surprisingly not chunky. It had time to digest, oh, but nasty. But I was a little bit scared because when I puked that night, it was all red. You thought it was blood. I thought it was blood, and I realized it was marinara sauce. And yeah, man. So that was my weekend. That's scary. I just so... my my main question of this experience is why do people drink? Okay, there, there are a few Legitimate things. Of, question. There, okay. there are a few things in my life that I'll never understand. All right. See, Ter- that's terrorism. Okay. Furries. And drinking. Like see, I, I'm, I'm, I'm willing is, to put see, those things in the Nathan, same plane see, for me. You just said the words that are most dangerous to any artist. I can never understand. You're not. You're an artist. Your job is to understand. Mm. At least try to. I, like okay, furries, I, they, that's they just like the softness and the plushness and something about something that brings them home. Terrorism, look, if you have no way of living your life the way you want to because your government is oppressing you in some way, then you have to use terror. That's what terrorists think. We drink because it's fun. <laughs> no, I guess, I, mean, I, guess okay, I, I guess on a personal level, I'll never <clears throat> be able to connect to that kind of enjoyment. Sure, I'll never enjoy bombing a country as much as Ahmed over there. Yeah, I'll never enjoy. Um, uh, spooning, a, yeah. spooning an animal as much as Jason over there, and I'll never enjoy drinking as much as John right there. Yeah, I'll just never be able to connect on that level. And I honestly, it upsets me. Like I know I'm missing out. I know you're I'm not, missing not, out. I mean, no, you're well, not. If I, anything, I if I anything, people are missing out on the fun that you have from not drinking. I think I kind of perfect. I fine tuned it over the years because in the beginning when I went clubbing with friends and didn't drink, mm. I I'll admit it was a bit awkward. I didn't know what to mm-hmm. do. But over years, you know, you find out your your rhythms. You get more familiar with like what a club is like, and you know now I can go out no problem. I'm the first one dancing. Everyone else has got to you know they got to drink the liquid courage before yeah, they go. Yeah, up they got to get their uh, inhibitions down. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. There is it's just the changing of uh, mindsets, huh? It's like to get out of your mind uh, for a bit. But I really do wish I could drink, only because I I, I would call myself a appreciator of foods, a foodie, mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. must. And you wish you could drink wine. Is that what you're saying? Well, I just wish that. Like how I enjoy different cuisines and different kinds of food, mm-hmm. I want to be able to explore the world of alcohol sure. because it seems so interesting. Sure. Like, like <clears throat> wow, every category of liquor or alcohol has its own like yeah, it really does. whole world. Nuances you know? and differences. Yeah. yeah, like if you're into beer, there's so many kinds of beer to drink. It's true. If you're into cocktails, so many kinds of cocktails. If you're into whiskey, uh, wine, oh, yeah. champagne, there's really, as, as someone that appreciates culinarism, culinary-ness. Sure. As someone that doesn't know the word culinary, <laughs> but appreciates it very much, I I want to I would wish I wish that I was able to appreciate alcohol more. I guess yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you should see a doctor and be like, "Yo, man, I can't drink no booze." It's a physical thing. Man. Yeah, man. It's emotional, physical, holistic thing. 
Do you think? Do you think I can get it? I can hypnotize myself to to be able to drink? Yeah, we should try it. Yeah, try it. I've been waiting for a reason to go if, see a hypnotist. Dude, man, if Howie Mandel can shake some hands, you can down a drink or two. But shaking hands is a very mental thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. This is like a physical issue. It's yeah, not, then it's you not, should see a doctor. Then no, <laughs> it's not that mentally I can't drink. Yeah. You know, I sometimes want to open myself then up. Hypnosis to it. would do nothing for you then. Yeah, it's okay. Don't worry about it, dude. Look, just you're saving money. You're saving calories. Calories. And there's a significant chance of you getting roofied if you're not drinking. So I'm not saving excuses though, because alcohol is always a good excuse. Yeah. Blame it on the a- 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 alcohol. Rape, rape, rape. Well, nope, no rape, nope. Blame the rape on the. Ah, jeez. Because you're a good girl. <laughs> good lines. Very blurry lines. Very, very blurry lines. Your lines are very straight and straight clean and cut. But again, I'm I'm still looking for an excuse to go straight to edge. see a hypnotist. <laughs> Just do it for funsies. I have no reason to. For funsies. Hey, Mister Doctor Hypnotist. Make me a chicken. <laughs> No, but, but like, but like I, I want. I just, I'm not gonna go to a freaking like carnival hypnotist. I, I, there's like I know a doctor who is a hypnotherapist, right? And I want an excuse to go see him because I want to see if maybe you should pick up smoking and then try to stop. Oh yeah, ah. yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll slowly just kind of like go. I get a drug problem. Yep. And then I'll be like, doctor, I need help. You do do shit tons of cocaine, so maybe he can help you with that. That is true. I mean, you are first one to dance for because you're all hyped up on cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that nose candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me some. Mm. All right, so all that, right. Was, that was what we've been up to. That's what we've been up to. Wow, that was... Woo! We'll do a short new segment. We'll make up for it. One, two, three, four! World news, interviews, while on Terra puppy shoes, television, movie, sports, races, fans, tiny horse, so many things in the world we're in. Did you hear about that thing? Yeah, well, what's in the news, man? The world's most depressing news, so let's, let's, go, let's quickly go through that. Man... This dentist killed a lion. Did you hear about a, this? A dentist killed a lion? Yeah. His Why, name... What, what was a dentist... Was the lion trying to attack the dentist? Of course not. Was the lion roaming around a city, and the mm. dentist was on his way home from work, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he was like, oh, lion in the streets, I need to save my people. I'm going to grab my bow and arrow. and am nope. grab my bow and arrow. Walter Palmer, a dentist from Minnesota, went to Zimbabwe and killed Cecil the lion. He paid $50,000 to these hunters to try and find him a lion. They found him a lion, but unbeknownst to them, it's actually kind of a famous lion who has a GPS tracker who's being studied and stuff. They fucking killed, shot him with an arrow, tracked him for 45 minutes, shot him with a rifle, cut off his head, and left the body there. What the fuck? What the fuck? Mm. What the fuck? Did they, did they leave the body there? Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Oh. But, wow. like, but the reaction has... has but isn't the whole point to, like, keep the body and then stuff it and be like, hey, I got it's this? It's the head, apparently, is what he did. Oh. So he took the head. Okay, okay. But like, and of course, re- reactions have been nuts. Like, if you haven't yet, guys, go on YouTube and watch Jimmy Kimmel's reaction. It's quite something. It's quite moving. And if you haven't yet, go on Yelp and give um, the River Bluff Dental oh, one star. Oh, do it. His, his. I'm guessing that's, that's his practice. His, that's his practice, yo. That's his practice, and people are giving shitty reviews on Yelp. Um, okay, here's what I feel about this story. Um, Two two main points for me on my end. You, you're welcome to jump in whenever, but mm-hmm. um, I understand that like killing endangered animals is a no go for sure. But I kind of sympathize with the dentist because he was well. He he did pay fifty thousand dollars for like you know what he thought was a legit hunting trip, and 
he wanted to experience, you know, the hunting magic, you know, to each his own, of course. Um, and he was he was a bit misled. He was misled by the locals because he didn't know any better. I believe that he didn't know any better. I don't know. I don't know the deeds of it, but like, and, there's something wrong. But, yeah, but, like, but, but, but you mentioned just now, like, he was with two other locals that were able to, like, you know, track this lion down. Yeah. And I think he was just in it for the experience of he wanted to shoot something and then claim its body. But he didn't know, like, what's a no-go and what's a go. Of course, you know, lions in general, they're endangered. But I don't think he knew that this lion that he was killing was a special one. So on that side, I kind of sympathize Dude, with him. All, but all the, these lions are endangered. You can't kill them. Uh, yeah, I kind of, I kind, but I kind of sympathize in the sense that like he, I don't think he knew what he was doing. Like, there's no, there's none of my, there's no doubt in my mind. This guy's going through a rough time right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His image is out there. His, she's uh, never gonna practice again. Like, People have been putting up his address, his phone up. number. It's, 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 it's not a good time for Mister What's His Face dentist. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Walter Palmer. Oh, jeez, man. Just a big, just white dude from Minnesota, just doing his thing. What do you think about hunting in general, though? <sighs> I don't know, man. It's like... Okay, here's the first thing. If you're going to hunt, you better eat that thing, man. Yeah? You better eat that thing. Okay. Okay? So if you ate the lion, you'd be okay? No. Okay. Because you don't hunt endangered animals. You, like... I don't know. I mean, it's like a big thing in the South in America that's a part of their culture and stuff, and... I've always had a weird affinity for guns and, and bows and arrows and projectiles. I love shooting targets. I It's one of my favorite hobbies. But I don't think I would want to kill an animal. Mm-hmm. It's that, That's some weird primal tribal stuff, right? To take an animal to feed your... It's like in our DNA to want to do that, I guess. But I think we've matured past that as a species that we don't do that anymore, man. Just leave the animals alone. Okay, well, my point of view there is I don't think it's a maturity. I think it's more of a... Evolution of mankind. Sure. Um, we have gotten to the point where we don't have to hunt anymore. Yeah. We don't need to source for our own meat. We tamed the wildlife. Okay. We 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 go to a center of superness, a supermarket, and we 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 buy our meat in enclosed packages of styrofoam, and you know it's it's there's a disconnect there. Um, I personally am for hunting. Um, of course not endangered animals. Just, you, know, don't, don't, you think don't that people kill, have the right to hunt. Don't kill lions. That's kind of what I think too. If you want to hunt, you, there's no reason for me to stop you. People, basically. people have the right. If, if anything, I, I believe that people need to experience hunting. I, I believe that, like, I haven't done it in my life, but I would like to. I would love to have the chance to do it one day. Um, only because I think if you are a meat eater, at some point of your life, you need to be able to know what it feels like to take a life. Mm-hmm. You need to understand that sacrifice that the animal is making for you. You need to understand the work that goes into. Um, yeah, but even then, I can understand plate. it without. That's like saying that if if you want to act, you have. That's like that's like the, that's like the equivalent of being a method actor. So I can imagine what it's like that this animal went through. And I don't I think so, though. I it. I personally think that it's, it's better to it's experience a, it with your own well, hands. It's not necessarily better, but it's just a completely different animal. Pardon the pun. Mm. Um, I think. To understand what an animal goes through and to sympathize with it and to actually kill an animal for yourself and then take the meat home and cook it. I think that's a very different experience altogether. I think from there, you really get a deeper appreciation for the animal, what it does, its sustenance. You get a deeper appreciation for it. You get a deeper appreciation of like <clears throat> how to gut, cut, skin an animal, mm-hmm. all these things. Like I know um, chefs all around the world. Yeah. Like, a lot of chefs, like, they try to go hunting at least once in their lives and understand what it's like to, you know, skin, gut, kill, shoot, whatever it is. Sure. Basically, like, sure. do what they do from scratch as opposed to just buying it from the market. Because it connects you. It connects you to the animal. Yeah, it that's fine. That's if you're hunting plate. venison or even 
poor. But this guy was hunting a lion. He didn't eat that lion. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that is true. I mean, this is a different thing. Yeah, it's different. Thing. I understand you're just yeah. making a different point, but yeah, I, I kind of get what you're saying. Yeah. But I'm okay with never having killed an animal in my life, except for you know insects. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just I think this story is just kind of. Yeah, it's, it's it's don't get me wrong. It's sad. I don't it's, support. I don't support it at all. It's a little bit of low hanging fruit, don't you think? I agree. Yeah, it's like yeah. an easy story. Everyone can just get behind it and go like, ah, fuck you, dentist. It's, it's just a way to blow. Like it's a release valve for the the, the for internet's the world. rage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the world's rage. Just be like, oh, ring at this guy for this week. Poor guy, because <laughs> it's an easy target. You know, like meanwhile, freaking guys getting shot down in the streets, school shootings going on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I'm glad that you brought that up because yeah. like someone on my social media somewhere yeah. brought up that very famous image of like that. African baby with a vulture next to it, super skinny baby mm-hmm. with the African. Have you seen this? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, that? Yeah. And then, and then like the the caption was like, "Oh well, we're all worried about a lion. Humans are dying too." Yes. And I'm like, um, yeah, but also shut up. <laughs> like, yes, it's news for it's a reason because it doesn't happen very often. Yes, it's true. Yeah, blah blah blah. It's like outrage is outrage because it spikes. Yes, you should always be angry that people are 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 starving and going through really tough shit all the time yes but don't get mad at people because this 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 story of this poor lion is captivating their attention just yeah. just get off your fucking soapbox pick your battles i guess just don't be a dick mm-hmm. anyway so moving on from that moving on all right that. so okay fine we're we're going we're upgrading now we're talking about he, lions dying now we're gonna talk about some humans dying yo humans dying nathan okay. have you heard of this lady named jennifer pan i have pan. not she is a Canadian lady who has a first generation Canadian. Her parents were from Vietnam. Her name, her mom's name is Bitch Ha. Duh. Wait, uh, no, please. no, that's her dad. Please spell. No, please, please spell it's that. That's Bic. B i c h space h a. Bitch Ha. It's Hellepinoy. You're a bitch, huh? Okay, go on. Go bitch. on. And that's her dad. And her mom's name is Hoi Han Pan. Okay. And they're the, I'm forced to say, typical Asian-American parents. I honestly, like, I honestly think that this news site put those names there for comic relief. Nah, it's like They could have just gone, like, the la- the lady's parents. Mr. and Mrs. But, yeah, but they but they wanted to have, like, you know, this is a pretty sad story. Let's make it a little bit funny. It's good for them to put immediately, as soon as they put the guy, the dad's name, they put pronounced Bic. Bic, y'all, not bitch. <laughs> yes, go on, sorry. So this this little this girl was in high school in, in um, Canada and her she had a typical Asian American parents Asian parents experience of like demanding good grades, uh, getting straight A's, doing playing piano, all this shit, all that pressure that Tiger parents will put on their kids. I feel you, brah. Yep. To the point that she started forging her straight B's into straight A's. Okay. So she would go in and, and Photoshop her, her report cards. Literally cut and paste and and photocopy it to make it look like she got straight A's, and then she got accepted to college. But then she flunked her calculus course, so she wasn't able to. She was her acceptance was removed, so she didn't go to college. But she couldn't tell her parents that, so she lied. She lied and and said that she was going to college every day. Blah blah blah. Then she started seeing a boy, which is and her parents totally not allowed. Pressure, 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 pressure. She couldn't take it anymore. She hired some dudes to kill her parents. Wow, fucked up, right? Then they had um. She had them break into their house, and this girl's like a chronic liar. Like, this story that I'm going to put up on the website... But by the way, guys, I spent a decent amount of time collating the links for you guys to read. So go to go to our website, click on those little thumbnails, and you can read the... It's basically our bibliography. Backtrack, so, backtrack a little bit. Like a little how, bit, okay, bring it back. Um, remember those times when, like, you had to, like, um, give report cards or, like, give, like, letters that, for example, like, mm-hmm. oh, um, we're going to send you to detention, mm-hmm. here's a letter, please let your parents sign mm-hmm. it. 
Remember back when you had to learn how to forge shit? Yeah, you had to learn how to forge shit. You had to like realistically be able to know how to make a piece of paper look like someone else signed it. I actually or, like, never did that. I, I actually never did that. I, I was... did. I did. So I feel you. I feel you, girl. Um, but nowadays it's so easy because it's all electronic. Just like screenshot that shit, <laughs> edit it, turn <laughs> it into a true. PDF. Totally can do that. You know, so easy. You, you kids have it easy nowadays. Yeah, Forgery you... comes easy. Yeah. You can like. You can just like go to your parents hello sign account on the email and just like paste their signature you gotta erase the background make sure it's translucent boom boom yeah. boom you're not in trouble anymore it's so easy it used to be tough but man. then it's a slippery slope to you doing that and lying and to you killing your parents yes that don't is true it, it escalates pretty quickly so there's an article on the torontolife.com uh written by a person who actually knows jennifer pan so a girl who is like a year below her, also asian american also going through all this shit yeah man so the guys broke into her house um, shot the parents in the head. The dad survived. Bitch is strong. This bitch is strong with this one. And yeah, man. Dude, that's crazy. Okay, so the assassins half succeeded. They shot the mom and she died. Shot the mom three times in the head. This is getting quite gruesome. Wow. And she died. And then shot the parents wow. in the face. But he survived. The dad survived. And has, he's con- a t- has, he's a, he's a has subsequently disowned his daughter. Fair enough. Fair enough, fair enough, yeah. Fair enough. You know, it would fair take enough. a lot for me to disown my kids, but if they shot me in the face... And killed my wife. And killed my wife. Yeah. That's, it's up there. There's not a lot of fun to be had here. I just thought it was interesting. I mean, it is... you and I are both Asian <laughs> Asian kids, and we I didn't have like this kind of hardcore pressure on me. Did you? Um, I definitely had some pressure on me, but it was always kind of understood that like as long as I did my best... There's really nothing to be afraid of. Yeah. But I guess... Okay, I... I you guess I under- your best wasn't good enough? I guess my best wasn't good you enough, did man. your best. I was a shitty student. But um, I, I sympathize. I sympathize with yep. her um, on some level. Of course, not to the extremities that she went to. Yeah. But, but I like that you're sympathizing with both these murderers. It's good. It shows yeah, yeah, the balance. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but, st- I mean, students, especially you know, of Asian parents, you know, the, the standards are always very high. No matter how well you do, it's always going to be like... Oh, did you hear Cindy got like an A plus? You only got a B plus? You, I love you Step less. Step it up. I love you less. And they're always going to compare you to like their friend's kids mm. or like your other sibling that did better than you. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's just, I don't know why it, it has become an Asian stereotype, but... So true though. It kind of has become, I think because Asians tend to be a lot more academic focused, like academia focused, mm-hmm. And um, all, all the tropes just start coming up, you know, when you're a student. Um, I remember it. Um, at some point, my parents eased up on it a lot. I think at, um, at some point they realized that I just wasn't as academically inclined. Like, I wasn't a bad student by any means. I was just not, like, you know, straight A material. Sure. And I think they kind of realized that. And when they did realize that, they stopped pushing me to, like, you know, be a straight A student, basically. They just said, do the best you can. But of course, the pressures of the past will stay on. And I remember the first few times I had like shitty ass grades in school when I would get like, you know, below 50 for something and like just yeah. get nonsense grades. I would I would hold off telling my parents for the longest time. I would try to not tell them until something good happened. And I'd be mm. like, oh, and by the way, you know, so for example, like, uh, I make them breakfast Aww. or like I clean my room Aww. or... Um, uh, I, I went to church on time and everything. I'm like, oh, and by the way, uh, I, got a, I got a 32 for my Chinese test. 
Yeah. Out of 33, though. Uh, no. You always try to justify it and go like, yeah, I got 32. But everyone else in the class got like 40. <laughs> and only one person got like an A. And like two people got Bs. Everyone else just got Cs and Ds. You know, you're always going to try to justify it. I um, wrote you a song. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I understand, you know, it, it is hard to be a student, especially in, I mean, in Toronto, I'm not sure. But especially in like... Oh, for in, sure it would be, Especially yeah. in freaking Singapore, man. Like... It's just getting more and more competitive, especially once you throw in, like, the, the, the foreign talent in the mix. You got students from China, you get students from Korea, you got students from, like, freaking Russia and Germany that are just, like, super geniuses. So, yeah, I mean, being a student is hard, but listeners, please don't hire a hitman yeah, to kill your parents. There's very rare times when you have an excuse to hire a hitman to kill your parents. and Very rare. Them pressuring you to get good grades and stop seeing that boy is not good enough. I'm I'm struggling to think of a reason why I would ever need to hire a hitman to mm. kill my parents. Yep. I really want to find one though. Like, don't don't no? even try. Don't uh, okay. don't don't pull that string. Okay. <coughs> you don't want to unravel that sweater. Definitely don't. Mm-hmm. Anyway, death of a lion, death of a parent. I didn't even know hitmen still existed. As a as a yeah, well they weren't very not in Toronto hitmen. at least. <laughs> Dude, Canadians have the highest hitmen per capita. Obviously, they use hockey sticks. Oh, that is true. And, and, and like I would think that they had like hitmen in like freaking Venezuela or like I'm sure they do. Cor- like you know maybe Japan. I or think Hong I met Kong. one in the Philippines. I think I Hong pretty Kong, much Indonesia. Met one. I would believe, but Toronto. <laughs> well, they weren't really hitmen so much as they were shitty kids who had guns and sucked at it because they, they were all money? captured like immediately. Okay, that's that's. Good, anyway, though. read the whole news story. It's a very long article, but very interesting read. It was like it was like man, it was like reading a new the sequel of Serial. Mm. It was crazy. Okay, so <clears throat> guys, we we're bringing you down. The news is depressing this week. We have talked about the death of an animal, the death of a human. Now we have to talk about the death of a robot. It's a what? Nathan, <laughs> the Hitchbot was destroyed in Philadelphia. Okay, two things. What the hell's a Hitchbot, <laughs> and what's it doing in Philadelphia? A hitchhiking robot that captured the hearts of fans worldwide met its demise in the U.S. The Canadian researchers who created Hitchbot as a social experiment say someone in Philadelphia damaged the robot beyond repair on Saturday, ending its brief American tour. The robot was trying to travel cross-country after successfully hitchhiking across Canada last year in parts of Europe. <clears throat> so this is basically just fucking vandalism. Yeah. Come but on, It's a robot guys. that's just, I guess... Come on, guys. I don't. I, I, I understand, like you know, maybe riding on the back of a bus seat. You know, hey, for good sex, call nine four four six eight two. I thought we're not giving out my number, Nathan. That's I don't know whose number that is. <laughs> That's anybody's number. I'm sorry. So Hitchbot, yeah. So basically, it's like a, a robot, a quote unquote robot. Basically, it's this object that they're trying to move from state to state. They moved across Canada, and if you go to Hitchbot.me, you can see the very depressing map of the United States of its journey so far. Start in Boston and in Philadelphia. If you know anything about American geography, that is not very far at all mm-hmm. poor hitchbot r.i.p hitchbot so it was like a unmanned robot that just hitchhiked yeah, exactly way. humans are just not ready to deal with robots man we're just not ready i don't know vandalism is i i i appreciate you know tasteful graffiti you know like putting a nice little quote where artfulness it's, yeah artfulness the occasional phone number what you know they do or the occasional stray penis that you draw on like uh, the bathroom stall yep. you know but if you're gonna write like you know, I I once saw freaking graffiti, at like in like a hospital toilet. That's a, that's, okay. that's that's a little far. No, what, did it, what was it of or what was it? What did it say? What did it? What was it? It just it just had like it was just someone. Uh, he used a, a box cutter <clears throat> or a pen knife or whatever, mm-hmm. and he basically just like scratched some logo onto the, the oh, bathroom stall fun. door, and it, I mean it didn't mean anything at least not to me, but. 
really? Graffiti in a hospital bathroom? How free are you? What are well, you even doing? Shit. <sighs> yeah. But like in a hospital <laughs> bathroom. Just and what, and what, uh, people, there's, people oh, no. are mourning, you know, are worrying their asses off there. And just, just don't put your damn gang sign on the bathroom stall. <laughs> on a, again, just to show that Singapore's graffiti game is tight, man. Like on a brick wall near my my apartment, I used to walk by it every day. There was just in big words, like this big, man, like like three feet, like a meter across. S E X. Sex. Hardcore. Mm, watch yourself. That's on my Instagram, guys. You can check it out. Uh, John underscore Cancio. So Check, was subscribe it... Subscribe to my Instagram. You can see that photo. Just go down. Was it more of like a statement? Like, I really like sex, so bam, graffiti, S-E-X. Or was it more of like a, a demarcation? Like, this, this is the spot... wall is sex. This wall, this is where you can do it? No, I just thought this person was just like, I'm naughty. What's the naughtiest thing I can think of? Sex. Naughty! Maybe he only has so much, like, paint left in the spray can, you know? Or maybe it was just like in Lion King, where they meant to make it look like SFX... But it was S-E-X. Mm-hmm. King. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Look at this comment on Reddit about the Hitchbot. Made it all the way across Canada and Europe. Comes to America, doesn't make it off the East Coast. Good job, America. <laughs> so true. Oh, man, the world's not ready yet. The world's not ready. We're gonna, I think the world will be ready for robots in about 200 years. And that's when they'll take over? That, no, that'll be in about 500 years. What, we're going to fight with them for 300 years? They be no, no, no. For, 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 for 200 years, they're going to be living among us, like iRobot times. Mm-hmm. And then 500 years is going to be like end of iRobot times. I got you. I got yeah. you. Yeah. Huh. All right. So I think yeah, that's, that's, the news. That's, that's the news. Lots of death this week, guys. So Enjoy many, that. So much death. And with that. Alrighty. Thank you very much, John, for that depressing news. That was segment. quite a bummer. Look, it's not me. It's the news's fault. That was very much a bummer. I wish there was some upbeat news we could talk about, but you know. Okay, so to mark the occasion of our 10th episode, um, I'm going to add a new segment. You know why? Because I can. I can yeah. do shit like that. Ooh, I, did you make music for it? I can do cool shit like that because I'm the second half of John and Nathan. So as you guys guessed, um, this is a new segment. It is a game segment. So how this game segment is going to work is um, every once in a while, maybe not every week, but you know, most weeks. Whenever we feel like it. Whenever we feel like it. John and I are going to play a game with each other of yeah. varying yeah, we are. nature. You know, the games, don't have to, the games don't have to be um, a, a, the same game all the time. It can change. But if you ever see, if you if we ever play a game that you like, tell us and we can, you know, rehash it. Yeah, what about tag? Should we play tag? We should play tag. You're it. You're it. I win. Uh, fuck. Tag. Okay. So this game, I call it the Sypnosis game. Synopsis. Yes, the synopsis. You're gonna hip- hypnotize me with some synapses. I'm gonna hypnotize you. With the synapses up in your synapses. I don't know what I'm saying. This is why you're not a rapper. Yep. Okay. Um, the synopsis game. Okay, synopsis game. The long and short of this game is I'm going to read out some movie summaries for you. So if you Google these movies or if you search them on IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes, you're gonna get this like two three line summary of the movie. Right. And I'm gonna read the movie summary for you. And you and your job is to guess the movie as fast as you can. Oh, you know what's fun here? It's, it's like it's like I'm playing against the audience. Yeah, yeah. Because they're like playing at home. Yeah, but he's also playing for something else. So this game segment, oh, yeah. we are going to be playing for a trophy. <gasps> yes, it is a it's solid trophy. So beautiful. I have it right in front of me right now. Bam! Just lay it on the table. Yeah, just listen to how <laughs> solid it is. Solid bronze, <laughs> plastic. Solid um, bronze, yeah, colored plastic. Um, 
Whoever wins the game of the week um, gets to keep the trophy. If you lose, then the trophy stays with um, the game master, Sounds and good. you and you and you are shamed for the yes, whole week. Indeed. For the whole week, you'll be trophyless. For the whole week, you'll be trophyless, and your parents will forever be disappointed. I will win. Okay, so where was I? Okay, so for the rules of the game, I'm gonna read a synopsis of a movie out to you, yeah. and it's your job to try to get the movie out as fast as you can as I read the summary to you. Okay. So, here's a catch. If you can name me the movie within uh, the span of the time that I'm reading the synopsis to you, yep. like, meaning before I even finish the synopsis, yep. you tell me the movie, you get two points. Okay. Okay? If you um, run out the clock, I'm so every question I'm going to give you 15 seconds to guess. Okay. Okay? And if you can't guess within 15 seconds, you get no points. Okay. Bring it on. And if you, of course, if you guess after I've said the whole summary, bring then you on. get one point. Let's bring okay? it on. I'm ready. Yes. So bring for this game... Do I get like categories? Do I get years? Do I get anything yes, like that? Yes, you're going to get okay. categories. I'll, I'll now say in a little bit. So for this game, you are going to get seven questions. Okay. So okay. seven questions, you're going to want to try to get seven points. Okay. All right? If you get seven points and more... No, sorry. If you get more than seven points, you win. If you get seven and less, you don't get the trophy. All right, let's do this. Right? I get really competitive, so sorry, guys, if I get really All aggressive. Right. and So... In mm. honor of the movie Mission Impossible um, boom, boom, coming boom, out. Boom, Which boom, one is it? Boom, Six? Five? Boom, boom. I, don't even, I think they stopped giving numbers. Now it's just colon whatever. Okay. What's this one? Mission Impossible Rogue, colon Rogue? Rogue Attack Squadron Spy Squad yeah. um, is coming out. I would out. watch that movie for yes. sure. Rogue so, Nation. Rogue Mission Nation. Rogue there Nation. we go. Um, so the new... I got none of those words. So Rogue. <laughs> the new Mission Impossible movie, Rogue Nation, is out in theaters right now. Uh, we haven't seen it, but this game is going to be dedicated to... Spy action movies. Okay. Okay. So Ooh, tough one. I feel like that's a tough category. Okay. Yeah. I would right. much rather you said Tom Han- Tom Cruise movies or okay. Tom Hanks movies. Okay, anyway. Okay. So first one. Okay. So I just yell it out as soon as I know it. Yell it out as soon as you know it. Okay. okay. First question. South Boston cop Billy Costigan goes undercover to infiltrate the organization. Uh, Bam! Yes. Two points right out the <laughs> gate for John. The Departed. That's right. That's Leo DiCaprio you're describing. Not bad, man. That was literally like three seconds into it. Yep. I might have underestimated you. Uh, yeah. I think I might have picked way too uh, easy movies. Well, no, that's it. That was, I got lucky there. Okay, next one. But should you read the whole thing for the people playing it? No, that makes no sense. No. All right, let's go. A bored married couple is surprised... Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Fuck you, John. Two points. You got four points so far. All right. Okay, keep going. Next one. I hope you're not cheating. Don't I'm not. I'm not looking. Right. I'll look. I'll face this way. If right. That's what you want. There we Next go. Next one. Yeah. Two young kids become spies. <laughs> <laughs> that one was the hardest one yet. I realized just as I was reading it, like fuck. <laughs> Right. At first, I thought you set it up as a joke. Okay, next Two one. young kids become spies okay, in this movie called one. Spy Kids. Next right. one. So far, I think I'm doing pretty good. Okay, it's going right, to get, get harder. It's going to get harder. Okay. <laughs> Gary Unwin, whose late father secretly worked for a spy organization, um, the lives Kingsman. in... Fuck you, John. <laughs> okay, so you Gary, got... His name's Gary? Yeah. Eggsy? I left out Eggsy on purpose. Gary. Yeah, that's smart. smart. Okay, so you've got eight points so far. You've pretty much won the trophy. <sighs> So, okay, let's see how, how, how Now you're going to try to go for it. a perfect game. All right? Next and I'm one. still playing against the people at home. Still going to get harder. Mm, bring it on. Next one. Austin Powers. I'm just kidding. The story of a man salvaged near death from the ocean by an Italian... Jason Bourne. Bourne Identity. Yes. <sighs> <sighs> that was correct as well. <laughs> two more. Two more. He almost going to get a perfect game. It's two Matt Damon movies, by okay. the way. You guys keep in track there. Okay. Next one. 
a trio of elite private investigators armed with the latest in high-tech tools, oh. high-performance vehicles, Ooh. martial arts techniques, huh? and an array of disguises unleashed their state-of-the-art skills Obstacle? on land, no. sea, and air, air to track down a kidnapped billionaire-to-be and keep his top-secret voice identification software... Charlie's Angels! No. Yes. Damn it. That sounds terrible. Charlie's That was so slow. Angels. That was crap. It was a long synopsis, mm. so you, uh, yeah. That was terrible. Like, uh, the next line was, they're beautiful, they're brilliant, and they work for Charlie. <laughs> so if you didn't get yeah, it by yeah, then, that's you not know. Fair. Yeah. Okay, let's not keep bad. This you've got, good. You've this got one last game. one. If you make this one, if you get this one correct. Perfect score. Perfect score. And this is, I think, the hardest one. I like perfect scores. This In fact, when I bowl, one. I only get perfect scores. That's this how, is that's the hardest one. Okay, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. When a powerful satellite system falls into the hands of Alec Trevelyan, a former ally turned Gold enemy... Goldeneye. Fuck you, John! <laughs> 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 Specifically Goldeneye, the first James Bond sorry, movie starring Pierce Brosnan. Nailed it! Mm. Sean Bean died in that movie too, spoiler alert. Wow! Mm. How did you guys do at home? How did you guys, How'd do, you guys at do at home? Anyone get anyone of those faster than me? Maybe the Charlie's Angel one. That was tough. Oh, give me my fake cup. You got a trophy. Woo! I'm gonna drink some water out of this right now. There's your little, don't, please don't. Please don't. Okay, <laughs> not cleaned it. John gets a perfect score of 14, and he keeps a trophy for the week. So I'm gonna Instagram this right now because <laughs> I do that. I do these things. So, um, so yeah, John. Um, your, it's your job next week to prepare a game for oh, me. Oh, I got a game for you already, buddy. It's gonna and, be great. And if, if I win, I'm taking that trophy right back. I think that what I'm going to do is that I'm going to do like... Because I listen to a lot of podcasts that play games, so I'm going to steal their games. Yeah, there you go. Look disheveled. That Yeah. Yeah, that's going on Instagram. Yeah, John just took a picture. Woo-hoo. Check it out on John underscore Cancio. And we're going to post it on our Twitter as yeah, well. Yeah, we are. Of John celebrating his victory. And I... The ACS Barker Road something something. <laughs> we'll edit that out. Damn it, John. Okay, I thought that was going to be tougher. Good job. 14 points. Ooh. That was our game segment. That was fun. That was so much fun. All right, next week, I'm going to get your ass. And keep this trophy. Well, that was fun after talking about death for so long. What was the next thing we were doing? We're going to do favorite things. Favorite things. Favorite things. Favorite things. From something else. From groups of us. Favorite things. Alrighty. So, okay. Nathan, it's my turn to pick. Last day, last week we did chips. I thought maybe we should stay away from food, from food, but let's do something equally fun, especially since our new segment was so goddamn depressing. <laughs> so, Nathan, I ask you. Man to man. Yep. Adult What's to adult. Up, What's up, bro? What's up, bro? Yo, what you got for me, son? What you got for me, goddamn bro? What you think I'm gonna ask you? What you think I'm gonna ask you? I think you're gonna ask me what's my favorite car. Uh? What's my favorite brand of whiskey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the cigars, man. You know I'm all about them nah, cars nah, nah. and them chicks and them women, I'm man. I'm going straight thug. Yo, Nathan, I got a question for you, man. What's the question? What is your favorite Disney movie? Yeah, Whoa! son. Disney movie. That's my shit right there. What? Disney movies. Yeah, Disney movies. I think Disney movies are great. Yeah, like, I don't, man, okay. That's, that's your childhood, right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you my age. I am 29 years old, which means you, when... You revealed it. I did, I said. I'm going to be 30 in November 25. <laughs> Buy me things. Um, <laughs> so I was about 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 when Lion King... Well, no, order, when Little Mermaid, uh, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, when all those movies were coming out, I lived in the golden age of the, of the so-called Disney Renaissance. Mm. Right there in the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. You were born in that sweet spot, so you're a little bit... But anyway, dude, my childhood was all about Disney, man. If I was a chick, I would have been even more into Disney, which is crazy, because as a boy, as a man, I'm very much into Disney. When I get depressed, I watch Disney. 
I don't think Disney's a guy or girl thing because I know I, I know they have the Disney princesses and all that shit, but I I love that stuff as much as I loved like the the classics. Yeah, man. you know, like I think Disney just got it right after a bunch of movies. They got the formula. They tripped up a, a bunch with Cars, you know. But you know, in general, Disney does. <laughs> the original Cars wasn't too bad. But anyway, yeah. so what is what is your favorite? Okay, my favorite Disney movie. All the Disney movies. Live oh. action. Oh, should we just keep it to cartoons? Let's keep Let's it to, keep it to Disney. animated Disney. Let's just keep it to the, yeah. Because, yeah, animated Disney. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is going to take Tough a while. Tough one, right? This is going to take a while just because... I think you're a seven-way tie. Is that- I, I watched so many as a kid. I literally have them on VHS, like right outside. The, the you room. literally do? You literally have them? I literally... Have it on VHS. Okay. Um, like, just a whole stack of VHS. Oh, they're right outside the doors, is what you're saying? Yes. In the bookshelf. Okay, um, cool. And I used to just, like, watch those when, like, you know, when we had a free night, mm-hmm. family night, put on a, our favorite Disney movie. Let's Ooh, just take man. you away, man. It's good stuff. Good animation, good movies. Um, good good music. So good. Okay, so my favorite... Okay, because it's Disney, mm-hmm. I can't just judge it by the fact that it, it's a movie. You know, I need to tack on other other properties to it, such what, as what sentimentality. Mean? Okay. When I watched it, sure. who I watched it with. Yeah. You know, because those That's things... That's why we're not asking you what your best movie yeah, yeah, yeah. is. What's your favorite Because yeah. these things matter when you're factoring into your favorite Disney movie because so much of your child is, childhood is ingrained into it. So I'm going to say my favorite Disney movie is Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch. Slightly, Did not expect sl- that. Slightly controversial, yeah. right? because it's a, it's a newer one. It, I, it falls in a weird spot between yeah. like the new school and the old school. Yeah. What was yeah. it like ninety? When did it come out? Ninety nine. Find that out. I think yeah, it was like two thousand and three. If I'm not wrong, I could be wrong. Early two thousand sounds about right. Yeah. Um. Two thousand two. Bam. Uh. Yeah. But I just remember this being such a. Um. Okay. Here's a context of how I watched it. I watched it when it came out in the U.S. because I was visiting my cousins at the time. Mm-hmm. I was visiting my cousin in California. And at the time, that would make me 10 years okay, old? Okay. 11 years old. I was 11 years old. Um, had a huge family trip. All the whole family just went up to California. And at the time, they were promoting the movie because it was coming out. So they were promoting the movie like crazy, this new Disney movie. And because it's L.A., you know, they have Disney has a lot of properties up there. So you see big statues of Stitch, huge billboards, posters promoting Lilo and Stitch. And me as a kid have no idea what's going on. But, you know, because I'm seeing this thing everywhere, I'm hyped. I'm hyped about it. I want to see it. What is this? What is this mysterious blue creature? So uh, flash forward to one day, I was with my mom and my sister this is on the same holiday, is it? Same holiday, okay, same yeah, holiday. Because yeah, yeah. um, I was with my mom and my sister. We were driving around. I followed them to go shopping um, <laughs> because my dad and brother went to shoot guns. And Aww. I was too young to go because so... I wasn't 12. And, um, you know, I was being all grumpy about it. Um, so I had to follow my mom and sister shopping. I'm an adult. Uh, I can shoot guns. <laughs> Come, yeah, Nathan, but... let's go watch this new Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, go ahead. Yeah, but my dad and brother went to shoot guns. So I followed my mom and sister to go shopping. At the end of the shopping trip, I was like, can we go watch a movie? Can we please go watch a movie? Because I've never seen a movie in the U.S. before. Right. I've never been to an American movie theater. I want to watch a movie. Let's watch a movie. Let's watch a movie. And... and they were like, shut the fuck up, Nathan. We'll take you to a movie. <laughs> and being a little bitch. We'll go. So uh, me, my sister, and my mom, we went to watch Lilo and Stitch mm-hmm. in a cinema. And it had just come out, you know, full theater. And... Something about that movie was just so freaking beautiful. The music, mm-hmm. the emotion behind it. Mm-hmm. Stitch is cute as fuck. Just saying, man. Like, Stitch is 
Oh, he's like, oh, for a second, I was like, is Stitch the alien or the Stitch little the girl? Stitch Which is, is How creepy is Nathan being? <laughs> okay, Stitch is the alien. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Hell's it? Lilo's like a super Hawaiian name. That makes yes. sense. Yeah, okay. But just for a second, I was like, man, is Nathan being pedo-y? Sounds like he's being pedo-y. He's like, I'm going to hit that one. I was 11. I was 11 uh. at the time, though, so you know. Oh, so it's okay, then. Yeah, it's okay. Um, but anyway. uh, I love Stitch. He's great. Um... And I don't know, man. Like, I can't quite describe why I liked it so much. I think it was a combination of, you know, on holiday mm-hmm. with family in a different with, country. With your Ohana. With your with Ohana. Ohana in a different country. Yeah. First time watching a movie in an American cinema. Um, first time being, like, you know, just kind of excited for, like, yeah, a movie like this. Totally. You know, it was like an event. Totally. And um, I also think the audience played a big part in it because it was an American movie theater. Mm-hmm. Audiences there are a lot more responsive. There was a lot more laughter, a lot more um, engagement. I'm sure, there was the a pause at the end, right? Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. Um, and something about that all added up to be to this really just fun experience that watching the movie, great, man. man. Yeah. So every time I watch that movie now, even as an adult, I remember that time I was in the cinema in California with my mom and my sister after a whole day of tolerating the shopping, and we're watching this movie, and it was a beautiful movie, and it, I, 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 it got a little dusty in the theater, you know, mm. got a little dusty. So ninjas were cutting onions around you, yeah, right? Especially when I was like, oh, I do, I do a pretty good Stitch voice. It's like, Ohana means family. Yeah, it is and pretty good. Family means no one gets left behind. Okay, okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, is that Stitch or is that Gollum? <laughs> that's Stitch. There we go. <laughs> I, I guess they do kind of sound kind of similar. Hey. Yeah. So, okay, make Stitch say "My precious." My precious. Make Gollum say "My precious." You're assuming I have a Gollum voice. My precious. Okay, make Gollum say "Ohana." Ohana means families. Yeah, one's just kind of similar. Slivery or similar. Yeah. See, you can't do any accents, but you do a perfect Stitch and a perfect Gollum. You can't do any accents among real people in the world. <laughs> <laughs> But okay, anyway. That's just how much TV I watch. I right? guess so, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So what's your favorite Disney movie? What's your go-to Disney staple? Yeah, this the one, is... The one that, okay, so the Disney staple is the one that you watch, and like, no matter where it is, like on TV, <clears throat> on the freaking, um, uh, like, like doctor's office, mm-hmm. the dentist, the waiting room, when you, on... see it on, when you see yep. it on the screen, you're jumping right in. Which one is it? It's tough, because there's so many, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll narrow it down. Mine's from the... When I consider the golden era, the re- Renaissance, that sweet spot where Har- uh, Howard Ashman, Alan Menken. So that's your first hint. Alan Menken's the boss. Yeah, Howard Ashman's even better, but dead of AIDS. Mm-hmm. All right, so let me take you back. Let me tell you. Actually, you know what, Nathan? I'm going to tell you a little story. Okay. A tale, if a, you will. A, a tale. It's like from a long time ago. It's it's re- like it's just super. It's like a really old tale. How how old is it? As, as old as the earth. As as old as time. As old as time. Tale as old as time. Okay. And I'm I'm not lying. Uh-huh. Not lying at all. This is so it's, honest. It's, it's true as it can be. As true as it can be. Okay. Uh, these two people were barely even friends. Barely even friends. So they were strangers. Like uh, the girl was a prisoner. In fact, right there. Okay. Okay. Barely even friends. Then somebody bends. Strange choice of words, but okay. Someone and unexpectedly, bends. unexpectedly bends. Okay. And then there was just a little change. Where 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 was this change? Where was this well, change? It was small, to say the least. Okay. I would say it's in their heart area. Okay. They're both a little scared. Neither one was prepared. Mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Beauty okay. and the Beast is my favorite animated Oh, that's Disney it? Movie. Yeah, that's it. I did not see no, that. That was a good segue. That was a good segue. Segue right into it. Hey, right into it. 
Yep. I'm in the regular Angela Lansbury over here. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast is the, the most magical. It's like the most fleshed out characters, the most interesting heroine I find. And like, you can do all these like postmodern interpretations. Like, oh, heroine, I got it. I was like, for a while, I was like, the most interesting heroine. No, no. Are you making some kind of metaphor? Best heroine is that Mexican brown tar, son. <laughs> but in terms of heroine, heroine, heroine. True as it can be. Oh, Nathan's taking his clothes off. It's kind of weird. Oh, he's rubbing friends. his nipples. What's going on? And somebody bends unexpectedly. Yeah. The teapot sings this, right? Yeah, Mrs. Pops. Uh, she's got a beautiful voice. Angela Lansbury. Okay. Broadway star. And old, old, old lady. Always old. And Paul McCartney lookalike. Never thought of it that way. Look it up, I swear. Okay, Google, Google listeners, Google Angela Lansbury. Paul After McCartney. that, close your eyes and then Google Paul McCartney. What the hell? They look the same. Okay. Let me tell you how much of a Disney geek I am. I love Disney so much. I listen to the commentaries. Uh, I listen to all of on YouTube. If there was one person I could bring back to life, it would be a tough call. It would be between Jonathan Larson and Howard Ashman, but I would probably have to stay with Howard Ashman. And the most, the most heartening story I've ever heard. They wrote Aladdin first, but Aladdin, for some reason, came out after Beauty and the Beast. Okay. All right. So Beauty and the Beast, they're, 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 they're developing it, right? And Howard Ashman, he's dying from AIDS. He's on his deathbed. They're working on the song. They're working on, um, oh, what's the one particular song from Beauty and the Beast? It's, it's the one where they start falling in love. What's it called? They're throwing, they're throwing snowballs at each other. Nathan, what's this song? Help me, please, for the love of I'm God. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank for all the songs. Um, Something strange. <laughs> There's something there that wasn't there before. Is that the name of the song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're working on something there that wasn't there before, which is a very cumbersome title for a song. Okay. And how they're like they're working on the song. They're having trouble with this one particular part. It's just not working. Um, so they get Howard Ashman on the phone, who's dying in bed with the AIDS. Okay. And the uh, the oh man, if there, there was a time where I could pull all these names. So, but the girl who's singing, who's the the voice for um, Belle, yeah. the singing voice, is going through it right. She's singing. She's having trouble. She gets to the lyric. It goes new and a bit alarming. That one uh, lyric. And Howard Ashman just is, gets on the phone. They're trying to figure out why it's not working. And Howard Ashman just says one thing. He goes, <clears throat> Barbara Streisand. And all of a sudden, they just... <laughs> that's what they did. Yeah, exactly no so she's dying and then all of a sudden everyone just apparently just get it I, you can hear about this on I forgot what documentary but and then that's, so that's the version you hear on um, on the movie like do you know what he means by Barbara Streisand like doing it really like nasal like the, how it is in the, yeah, in the yeah, final yeah. one so sing yeah, it Nathan yeah. that lyric I, I don't uh, just on the spot right I'm not recalling the song to be honest alright so it goes she goes she, it's the part where she goes hides behind the tree she goes new oh and a bit alarming oh that's, New and a bit alarming. That's not quite right. Who'd have ever thought that this could be? Yeah, anyway. So they were struggling on the new and a bit alarming. He's just a Streisand. That's it. And then he passed away immediately after that. For real? No. But he, he okay. passed away a couple days after that. So it's still a beautiful story, right? It is. And sorry, I got repetitive there. I kept trying to find out exactly what the lyrics were and stuff. I have no idea. So Beauty and the Beast is the one. It's just, it's like the fairy tales. It's like, it's like, it's like the prototype of Frozen, right? Because Frozen's like the anti-Beauty and the Beast where like, yeah, yeah, yeah. strong female doesn't need no, need no man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Beauty and the Beast. I have so many honorable mentions though. Don't you? I do, but in the interest of time, <clears throat> let's just power through them. Don't even explain why. Okay. It's, it's more for like listeners to go like, finally, yes, thank you, you said that. 
So what are your okay? Let's let's go categories. Um, unexpected favorite, which is kind of low insist for you, but like under what do you think is the most underappreciated one? Underappreciated one, I'm going to go Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, fair enough. Mine is Hercules. I think that's pretty appreciated. It's not that appreciated as it should be. Okay, well for me that's like some of the best. For me that's yeah, best soundtrack goes to Hercules. Yeah, I think so. Or no, Tarzan, Tarzan. Really, Tarzan, Tarzan is probably my least favorite. Really? Yeah. What's don't stop your crying. It'll be. I don't like right. that it's Phil Collins singing and not Tarzan. Do 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 do. You'll be calling through the air. I don't know what song we doing. No matter what they say. Do 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 do. He does a drum thing and everything. Yeah, it's kind of his thing. Yeah. No, but I didn't like how. Yeah, like I said, I didn't like how it was. The, it wasn't the character singing. It wasn't a musical. Yeah, I suppose. Favorite uh, Pixar. Disney. Favorite Pixar. Um, Finding Nemo. Ah, good call. My favorite one, and I actually have a painting of this in my room is Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Yeah. That was a good But movie. I don't think of Ratatouille as it's I think Ratatouille among all of the Disney canon is my favorite movie, but I just don't think of it as a Disney film. When I think of Disney movies, I think of the musicals. Patton Oswalt, man. So good. So good. So good. So that's our favorite thing. Guys, listen, you think of us as less as men now? That's fine. We appreciate it. We understand. But message us on Facebook, on Twitter. To tell us what you guys think. What's your favorite Disney movie? Are me and Nathan just a couple of girls? Answer, yes. Or suggest other favorite things that can be yeah. spoken about. You know, If you have a category that you want to suggest, bring it on. Bring it on. All right. So finally, John, we're going to get into Check This Shit Out. Oh, we're going to sing a song, don't we? Yes, we do. Uh, let's go with... Something funky. Okay. One, two, three. Yeah. Uh. Girl, you got to check this shit out. I said, girl, you got to check this shit out. I love it. You'll love it. Girl, you got to check this shit out. I said, girl, you gotta check this shit out, cause it's cool and it's new, but not necessarily for you, but we gon' make it, we gon' try and check this shit out, check this shit out, check it out, oh yeah, I said check this French girls in turbans, not turbans, it's not turbans, that's racist and Indian, I meant headscarf. That's a very specific song. Because last week we checked out Paris Hopeless. Okay, cool. Another one that is going to raid a billboard. Top of the charts. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, Persepolis. What did you think, Nathan? It's Persepolis. Ah, whatever. Or Persepolis. Ah, whatever. Or Persepolis. I think it's Persepolis. Persepolis? Yeah. Persepolis. No, it's per- there's no I in between the R and the Persopolis. S. Persopolis. <laughs> okay. Persopolis. Persopolis. Whatever. All right. Um, Periscope. So, um, Pers- Persopolis. You're not even making me say it. Pers- Persopolis. Uh, so, Persopolis. Persop- Damn it. What is it? Pers- Persopolis. How'd you say dot com? Persepolis. I'm going to say Persepolis. It's I think not- you're right too, but I just got used to saying Persopolis. Okay. So, <laughs> we're arguing about the name too much. Oops. Missed it. Persepolis. Persepolis. So, Persepolis, a film released in 2007, uh, based on the book of the same name, published in 2000 a by... A graphic novel, right? Yeah, yeah a graphic yeah. novel uh, <laughs> by Marhan Satrapi. 
so this book. I like how you say that. Say that again. Marhan Satrapi. Marhan Satrapi. Okay, so um, this uh, movie, book, both, um, <laughs> it's about a young lady, a, a young girl, and her story growing up in Iran. Yeah. With, um, you know, during a very tumultuous time of revolt, of uh, government dictatorship, and about her moving to um, the Europe. Germany. To Austria first. To Austria. That's in Germany, right? No. Dude, no. <laughs> oh, wow. My... Is it not? If Hitler had his way, it would be. Oh, wow. Completely different country. I'm sorry. My geography. So okay. you, you think Arnold Schwarzenegger is German, don't you? Yes. You're the worst. What about okay. Wolfgang Puck? Uh, he's, he's Swedish. I don't know yeah. what he is. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> It's a, it's a story, it's an autobiography. Um, this lady, Mohan Satrapi, she moves from Iran to Europe. And she, it's, it's basically her story of that, you know, how she deals with, you know, um, live, coming from a life of such turmoil, coming of a place of such unrest, to moving to, you know, pr- largely problem-free Europe. Yeah, I mean, it's very, I was surprised how uh, personal this story was. I thought it was really, because, I mean, this is a very interesting time, like the... Uh, I mean, it was set in the time when the sh- Shah was coming. Uh, all this shit was happening. Because, actually, I mean, obviously, the, the Iran we now know is very conservative. Women don't have much uh, freedom to wear whatever they want, blah, 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 blah. But in the, in the middle of the 20th century, they were actually the shining beacon for westernization. It was Iran. Yeah. So before the Shah came in and really took control. Yeah. So this is about how she grew up in this, uh, growing up, freedom of speech, totally allowed to love what she like, Michael Jackson, all that stuff. Then having been her freedom start slowly taken away, her friends and family being killed. It's a very interesting story. Mm. And I think I would actually rather read it in the comic book form than in the film. Well, I loved both. I, I, I did read the comic book yes. and I read and I just saw the film. Um, I loved it because the art style, they really kept oh, it's it. so good. They kept it true to the, <clears throat> the graphic novel. They didn't change any of the art style. So it was like watching a graphic novel. Come that made life. sense. Yeah. yeah. And, okay, Here's the thing with this movie for me. I'm a little bit. I was a little bit fearful to talk about it because it is a touchy topic. You know, um, uh, I believe the Shah. He he is. Um, he's employing Sharia law, right? Yes. Um, within the country of Iran, um, I don't know if that's the blanket term for what what's going on, but they're basically like you know, uh, women are a different class of citizen. They have to wear like the like the the full. But just everything like black the, there's thing, the, the uh, religious police going through making yeah. sure everyone's like that couple no drinking hands unless they're married. All that stuff. Yeah. And it's 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 a lot of things going on. I I believe it's called Sharia law. I might be wrong. Correct me, listeners, if I am. Um, but basically, it's like it's a full on dictatorship, and it's very much run by religion. Mm. You know. And I was a little bit afraid to talk about it, only because you know countries like that still exist in the world. Oh sure. And but so, but luckily, so does art like this. Yes, it, it, it lets us talk about this. It's very, it's very touchy because okay, for for Mahan Sadrapi, she lived it. She mm. lived this life. She knows it way better than any of us ever will. So you know, she kind of she she has a past to do, to do things like this. For me, I was a little bit scared to talk about this because it's so far removed from my understanding of the world, and I think most people are similar to me where they try to ignore that these things are still happening in the world or things like this even happen because we know it happens, but it's so much easier to just not think about it. It's so much easier to not think about, you know, um, what 
a fellow human is going through in the world. You know, mm-hmm. the oppression, the kind of tyranny. But that's expressed. exactly why we cannot be afraid to talk about these things. It's exactly just that it's just that it's so far removed. You know, from sure. my understanding of my universe, my world. But that's fine. That's why we have to strive to get there. Because okay, for example. Um, when I lived in the States, I'd never seen anyone in a headscarf or hijab anywhere. Okay. So, and then I moved to Singapore, I started seeing them everywhere. So everywhere. you're not, we're not that far removed from that culture. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose. It's That's just the, the extremity. The extremity sure, yeah, of yeah, it, yeah, yeah. the extremity of it bothered me because I, I don't understand enough of it to talk about it at length. Yeah. And it doesn't affect me as much as I would... Uh, you know, it, it doesn't affect me at all, to be honest. On a day to, in your day-to-day yeah, life. Yeah, on sure. a day-to-day life, it doesn't affect me at all. Although I know it affects a significant group of humans day-to-day, and it's still going on right now. And that's why I just thought it was going to be difficult to talk about, because it's so hard for us as humans to um, try to... I'm trying to find words. Okay, It's easy for us to sympathize, but it's hard for us to really try to relate and understand and really invest mm-hmm. time and effort into trying to maybe solve or fix or talk about these issues. Mm-hmm. So we, we relegated to talking about freaking dentists killing lions just because <laughs> it's so much easier. Um, but... I mean, it's big and it's old. It's, 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 yeah, it's big, it's old, it's... But take, tough, take all that away. Take away all that baggage. This is just a well-made animated film. Yes. And I like that they use black and white. Like, there's this one... These shots were constantly just taking my breath away. Like, this mm. one shot where it's, like, transitioning away from the, uh, her young part of life into starting... She's becoming an adolescent. And it, that was the time when all the students were forced to wear their, their hijab. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you just see... The screen just goes black, and you just see white faces... And then it's, it pans out. And you can see that they're just wearing, they're all forced to wear. The use, the use of the color black was amazing. Yeah, very well the done. The use of the color black in this film like was they, amazing. They've lost their identity. They're all one. They're all one thing. And then they're, they're beating, and then they're rhythmically beating their chest to the music. Oh, it's just really great stuff. Fantastically um, drawn, I guess. Very much I don't so. know if you call it art, a yeah. shot, but like fantastically drawn. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I, I really enjoyed this movie. I It made me have a very deep appreciation for, you know, um, the people that I, you know, I went to school in Boston, you know, you meet a lot of people from different backgrounds. I mm-hmm. met a lot of Middle Eastern, mm-hmm. a lot of Iranians, a lot of Israelis, a mm-hmm. lot of uh, people from very, cons- like Brunei, Bruneians, Bruneians, people from very conservative countries, you know, that, uh, um, uh, that church and state don't have separation, the, the separation. Yeah. Um, and I guess it just made, made me appreciate what they go through a lot more. Um, we will never understand a world or we'll never live through a world, you and I at least, mm-hmm. where we will be told you cannot dance here, you cannot wear this, you cannot do this, you cannot do that. I mean, of course, you know, they say Singapore's government is, there's inklings of that here sure. and there, you know, there's things you can't say, there's things you can't do. But for the most part, we have our freedoms. Yeah, the social customs are side. It's like, I'm not going to get stoned, like, to death. Yes. <laughs> from doing these things, yes. And, and you're not going to get arrested for um, wearing shorts. Especially when you're John, because when he wears shorts, everyone's just going like, "Boom! Look at them calves! Good job, man! Calves! Leg day! Good on you! <laughs> I don't skip leg day." Mm-hmm. But okay, but yeah, I, I think it's really interesting that you took away like the big, big, big political, social thing because well, I really focus in on this individual story this one girl was going through, and you can't like, separate her from all that stuff. But yes. like the, the, the amount of growing up this girl has to do in such a quick time, and the individual and, journey, and is living, very yeah, and she goes through depression, and she attempts suicide, and she moves. Back and forth, she can't find her home. Like she escapes, like this tyrannical government to to live in Austria, but then she's being fucked over by dudes, and it's she has to move back. It's it's heartbreaking. tragic and beautiful, but all through it all, 
her family is such a bedrock and of strong people who stand by their beliefs, and I find it very interesting. So, guys, if you didn't watch it, go out and watch it. I very highly recommend this film. It's an older movie, um, but the the issues and the themes are still relevant till today. Yep. Give it a shot, you know, especially try. especially if you uh, maybe if you have Muslim roots, yep. um, and you are unfamiliar with this book slash movie. If you have Muslim friends. Yeah, check it out. You know, it'll give you a better understanding of the world, or yeah. maybe I mean, it's a great, or, or maybe just something to relate to if you already have a deeper understanding. Yeah, and of in and of itself, it's just a great movie. Just let let yourself be emerged in this world. You know, it was, was nominated for best uh, animated film. Not Lost surprised. out. Not surprised. Lost out to Ratatouille. Boom! Bad Oswald for the win. Damn it! All right, Nathan, your yeah. turn. What are we checking out next week? So, um, for this week's um, shit to check, mm-hmm. um, since, okay, since you mentioned you wanted to read the Persepolis uh, graphic novel, yes. um, but you've seen the movie, so they're more or less the same thing. I can attest to that. <laughs> okay. I can attest to that. Because <laughs> okay, okay. the art style is the same. They really go hand in hand. They okay. really, it's not, you're not losing much of an experience. Let's check out another graphic novel by the name of Black Hole. Ooh, oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, Black Hole. I mean, this is one I've been meaning to get my hand on for a long time. I've yes. read so many good things about it. So, um... I know this is technically a book, but it's a graphic novel, so it's faster. You yeah, know, yeah, You go through it a lot faster. So, yeah, check that out, and we're going to get back to it next week. But speaking of books, hey there, guys. Hey. Hey. Uh, so uh, this is episode 10 of the Good Hang Podcast, but if you notice on your podcast feed, in between episode 9 and 10, you see something, something a little bit unfamiliar. <laughs> what is that there? <laughs> what is that thing right there? Well, it's only an hour. I've never seen that over there. What is that? That, my friend, is the Good Hang book club um it is a monthly book club where um we will suggest a book at the top of the of the top of the month and we're going to delve into it at the end of every month yep uh so we just released the first episode of the book club for the book ready player one by ernest klein yep if you are remotely interested in that book if you've read it um please check out that podcast because i think we talk a lot we talk about a lot of really interesting things there that you guys might be into uh if you haven't read the book you know that episode will be waiting for you in perpetuity um, read the book whenever you want, and once you read it, that it's waiting for you. It's definitely, right definitely read the book before you listen to this episode. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, you can start listening to it, and we give a little like seven, eight minutes to even sell you on the book even harder if we yeah. haven't done it yet. But at this point, shouldn't you guys just trust us? Yeah. I mean, seriously, fuck yeah. you guys. <laughs> so for those of you that did read play, uh, Ready Player One and are um, have already listened to the um, the, the what you call it the Good Hang Book Club. Here's the second book. The second book for our second book club episode. John, what is it? It is a book written by Scott Mayer called Off to Be the Wizard. We're off to be the wizard. wizard the, the wonderful, wonderful wizard, wizard of some, some place. place. <laughs> wow, we really, yeah. really, really <laughs> got that going on. Um, it's a quick read. I bought it. I haven't read it yet. It's, okay. I mean, I think we got a vibe for the books we're going to read. Kind of fun, light, kind of nerdy. Read us the synopsis. Uh, read the synopsis. Oh, is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. I pronounce synopsis. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Martin Banks is just a normal guy who has made an abnormal discovery. <gasps> he can manipulate reality. What? Thanks to, real- thanks to reality being nothing more than a computer program. With every use of this ability, though, Martin finds that his tweaks have not e- escaped notice. Rather than face prosecution, he decides instead to travel back in time to the Middle Ages and pose as a wizard. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? An American hacker in King Arthur's court, Martin must now train to become a full-fledged master of his powers, discover the truth behind the ancient wizard Merlin, and not, you know, die or anything. 
Awesome. So that is off to be the Wizard Magic 2.0. So it's, it's a first book in a trilogy, I think, or a yes. series. Um, and mm. yeah, that's going to be the book for Book book Hang Club. Damn it. Good Hang Book, book Club, Club. Episode 2 and coming then, uh, next, this time next September, month. September, yeah. Coming this time next month. Uh, so join us on that journey, because if you joined us on Ready Player One, you know how much fun that was. Yep. Yeah. So, this one should be yeah. good to you guys. This one should be good. Tell the ones that you tell the ones that missed out, you know. Yeah. Join yeah. in on the book club fun. It's a book. Alright. I mean, it's, it's a wonderful piece of pizza. It's a book. Good. Yeah. So we've got exciting, exciting times coming up ahead. I am going on a trip to America. We're going to have episodes for you. Don't worry. They will come out like clockwork, whether we pre-record some stuff or i think we're gonna do some remote recording right remote episodes wow it's, i'm, I'm gonna be in sunlight and it's gonna be in darkness or vice versa it's gonna be interesting we'll be looking at the same moon yeah yeah but hey, then yeah good, good <laughs> stuff good stuff good stuff um so that is episode 10 for you oh my god episode 10, episode 10. Oh, yes next episode is gonna be 11 that's not as exciting but whatever yeah. uh thank you guys so much for listening thank you for telling a friend thank you for sharing the podcast thank you for being part of the good hang gang Goodbye. I miss you already. See you next week. Say say goodbye a, a stitch. Goodbye. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Look, I sometimes I just disappoint people. <laughs> <laughs>